0: Welcome to another edition of the Cue the Banter Quarantine the Banter mini series. We hope everyone's doing alright at home and you're not going crazy being cooped up in the house. We invited a group of our friends on to talk about films that they thought were perfect to catch up on during these times of social isolation. I hope you enjoy. What? Well, fuck you, bitch. Bounce with me, with me, with you, with me. you bounce with me. Bounce with me. Go. when we finished filming I felt very disappointed because it was a movie I didn't appreciate and I did not like the action scenes involved I felt the style of action was too Americanized and I didn't understand the American humor was that Jackie Chan that is Jackie Chan talking about the rush hour movies oh my yeah, goodness he doesn't
1: he didn't like he's not not a big fan
0: and then he we want to like say a good time he made the sequel because he was offered an irresistible amount of money to do it. And, uh, you know, he got, money paid. Talks. he got money
2: paid talks. $20, $20 million to do the sequel. That was the deal. That's he made crazy. with the new yeah, lights.
1: That's, that's interesting that you went with that quote. Cause the quote that I would have went with is, is in the same vein. I didn't like the movie. I still don't like the movie. I don't like the way I speak English and I don't know what Chris Tucker is saying. Yeah. So that's I mean. See my if you see my Hong Kong movies, you know what happens. Bam, 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 always Jackie Chan style. Me, ten minutes of fighting.
0: I mean, God doesn't like him. It's weird, because you know, I mean, it's a good fucking movie. It's a great movie. I, I mean, enjoyed it of, tremendously.
1: It's, it's one of his better it's one of the better uses of Jackie Chan in an American
0: movie. Yeah, and he's hilarious in it.
1: Yeah, he's great. Um He's very, very good in it.
2: Even if he doesn't know he's being funny then, in it, he was very, very funny.
1: They're fun together, too. It's also just, like, oh weird God. to think about. You know, I was watching it, and I'm like, especially seeing at like, where Chris Tucker's career sort of went. Yeah. It's, like, it's weird to see, like, and all the characters that he played even before this. It's, like, it's weird to see Chris Tucker as, like, you know, I know it's a it's a two-hander, but he's he's an action star in this movie. Like it's weird to think of Chris Tucker as that. Like you look at if you watch The Fifth Element and you see Chris talk, Chris Tucker in that movie. It's like yeah, this oh guy's my God. gonna be a, the main lead he in the cop
2: trilogy. He's got range, you know, to say the least.
0: It is yeah, it is it is funny because yeah, you look at his. I mean, he could he could have done anything that he wanted to do, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like okay, he did Rush Hour in '98, uh, then Rush Hour Two, then he did a couple of music videos, then Rush Hour Three then wasn't in anything until Silver Linings Playbook. And has only been in Billy Lynn's long halftime walk after that, and then the only thing he's rumored to be doing next is Rush Hour 4.
1: Yeah, like, what, I think, I don't think, he, I think you basically just said it, but, yeah, he wasn't in anything in between Rush Hour 2 and Rush Hour 3. Is that correct? I don't know if he was in any major, besides, like, no, music He, wasn't. Videos. he was, he in, was a, in music videos. Yeah. That's, it's also, that, that's that's crazy. I always thought it was a little bit longer. I didn't realize Rush Hour Three came out as long ago
2: as two thousand seven. Um, yeah, rumored. Yeah, there's rumored a, a six-year six gap in his career. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, it's like it's. I mean, he he. You know, he has a small role in Jackie Brown. He's in Money Talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Money Talks. Come on. Money Talks. That is. Is that Brett Ratner also?
0: Oh. It is. Yeah.
1: That is Brett Ratner also. Uh, so yeah. let's just should we get the elephant. Elviter get the, the Br-
0: room brett, brett ratner, Br- ratner these movies he's a terrible person it's He's not a awful. good guy uh, no.
1: and i may have delivered food to his house once we don't huh i did postmates for a little bit when i first came out here and i brought it to a house in like the palisades like a nice house in the palisades and the last name on the order was ratner delivered to, like, well i
2: mean a little girl but
1: like, i don't know if like it was i was i was thinking like is this brett ratner's house
2: what did he what did he order? What did he supposedly order?
1: I have no idea. It was so long ago. Was he like was a Crunchwrap like Supreme kind of
2: again. guy or what was he doing? No,
1: it was, it was it wasn't it wasn't any sort of chain or it was an LA chain if anything. I don't know exactly what I ordered, what he ordered, but But
2: um, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, money talks is like Chris Tucker, Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Heather Locklear. It's It's a movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a movie. It's, it's a movie. It's in my it's in my wonderful um, – you can buy this awesome Warner Brothers four film favorites DVD. Wow. 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 It's, so it's got all the Rush Hour movies and money and talks. talks. They threw how that in there as a bonus.
1: How much was that?
2: Uh, Amanda got it for me for, for Christmas last year. I can't – I hope she didn't pay she more than 5 She bought that last year? Uh, yeah.
1: What'd you find that like a? Oh my gosh!
2: A, a dollar store, hopefully. I, yeah. All
1: about the bins. Oh my goodness, that's an insane buy. That's an insane yeah, buy. Yeah. That's like something you get at Walgreens for ninety nine
0: cents. You got all three rush hours and money talks, just as a little treat. And on little two treat, CDs in the same treat.
1: case, it's unbelievable. That's incredible. Yeah. And as we it's talked, true. as we said before, when Jackie Chan, when the time came for Jackie Chan to do Rush Hour Two, did the money talk? Money talks, um, so it is. We could call it the 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 money talks quadrilogy, or the
2: quadrilogy. I like it. Um, it's hard to yeah. watch Rush Hour and then not watch two and three like all in a continuous line. Like three has its moments where it's like, oh boy, they really stretch this trilogy out. But two yes. is just two is so good. It's it's yeah, so. Three's good.
1: bad. Three's rough.
2: Yeah, um, I, I, I like the cab driver. That's make it. it? Uh, oh yeah, no, like, oh no, no! It's gonna be so bad.
1: No, but I'd see I, I'd still be excited to go see Rush Hour Four. I mean, I'm I gonna would get. It. It's not like Brett Ratner is going to make it. No, that's um, true.
2: I would get Rush Hour Four on the next four film favorites uh, collaboration. Yeah, they, when that they'd releases, have to, yeah. <laughs>
0: they'd have to re-release it. They would take money talks out and put Rush Hour Four in. Yeah, yeah.
1: You, it's gonna be no. It's gonna be Rush Hour Four, Billy Wynn's Long <laughs> Halftime Walk, Silver Linings Playbook. And like Jackie Brown, <laughs> is the foremost. Friday, <laughs> and he'll just have Sam will just have Chris Tucker's film entire filmography on two discs. <laughs>
2: uh. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm
0: I'm doing a little, um, I'm doing a little, you know, reading up, um, about Rush Hour right now, and I did not know this uh, that it is this movie.
1: This is, yeah. This is it is rush yeah, hour. This is, yeah, this is it's rush hour. Is it is, rush hour absolutely.
0: This, this film inspired the creation of the website Rotten Tomatoes.
2: This was the movie where this, they said, "Okay, enough's enough. Let's let the people vote." Site
0: founder Sendyong is a big Jackie Chang fan and built a website to collect reviews for all of Chan's Hong Kong as they were being released in the United States. He coded the site in two weeks, putting it up shortly before the re- release of this film. Rotten Tomatoes is now one of the most notable sources for movie reviews and its tomato meter rating is used to judge a film's success and used in advertising and award promotions and to create hostility on the internet.
2: It certainly does create some hostility um, on the internet for sure.
0: Thanks a lot, Jackie Chan's movies.
2: So like what is... (laughs) So the site was created for Rush Hour.
0: to To track Jackie Chan movies and then... He said, all right, Jackie Chan's coming out with a movie in the U.S. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, now we got the old uh, tomato meter.
2: So what is the Rotten Tomatoes, you know, rating of Rush Hour? What is the Rush Hour 60. score? It's 60. 60. I, I've,
1: for the longest time, which is the, which is the, that's right at, that's right at, that's the threshold of, of, of Rotten and Fresh. It goes 60. Disrespectful everything below is what 60. it is. Um, well, yeah, I mean, should we pull, I, we should pull up Sal's Letterbox review. Um,
2: oh, it's of Rush Hour. It's my it's favorite. The,
1: it, um, Sal doesn't use Letterbox all that much, but you, no. you go on and and you check out not his a review of Rush Hour. It's one of my favorites. So we have a five star review from Sal, which he reviews most of his movies as uh, five stars or like one star. I don't know. Um, if you don't like this movie, fuck you. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it's a review that of course also created a lot of hostility on the internet. Um. <laughs> No, but Rush it's Hour, I can like I used to be able to just like pretty much guess the range or the exact score <laughs> of any movie on Rotten, or, or any major movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Rush Hour is an easy one, yeah, sixty percent, seventy-three reviews. Um, this, a kick-ass addition to the cop buddy film genre.
0: This review is a misbegotten marriage of sweet and sour. This seems
1: good. really. Who? What is that? What? That's a review. That's a review of Rush Hour.
0: That's one of the critic reviews. Rush Hour. The guy watched it. He said, "You know what? I have to bring Chinese food into this.
2: There's absolutely just no
1: way around it. I have to I, do it."
2: Jackie Chan. Okay. Like, it better mention something.
1: Much like the movie. The movie does that. I the, um, the movie does that multiple times.
2: I love the scene when they're waiting outside of the Fu Chao restaurant, and he gets the camel's hump and the eel, and they just they go right in on the soul food, and he's like, "Oh yeah, let me just put some hot sauce on this Chinese food." Yeah. The the old man tells him he's not a punk bitch. The best.
3: I'm no punk bitch. I ain't no punk bitch neither. I'm no punk bitch.
1: Um but yeah, I mean there's like there's the one point where he goes outside the store and he said, Hey, you want like a cup of noodles or something? (laughs) I got you a burrito. I got you a burrito. Yeah, you got yeah. Uh
0: I mean the film's got a loaded cast. It's got uh, you know
1: the guy from the thing. He's in it. That's exactly what we were talking about just right now. Um, Tom Wilkinson. He does. Tom Wilkinson. He yeah, rules Tom Wilkinson. In this movie. Tom Wilkinson's great. It's weird that he's the main bad guy in it. He's he's Jun Tao. Like, hey, we're he's, gonna be, he's gonna be this crime lord from Hong Kong. He's such a um, backstabber, um, to and he's gonna British? be played by uh, Tom Wilkinson.
3: Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, yeah, because that's like the time when you're like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. This entire movie's mar- is gonna be like, okay, we're bringing Jackie Chan. Into American films, and but we have Jun Tao. How are we gonna flip it on its ear? Right. Jun Tao? Hmm. Guess what? White guy. Take that. Take that. What you know? And it's like yeah. It's
1: famously the first movie that ever said, "Hey, we should cast a white guy in this role."
0: Yeah. It's actually yeah. Just like all the old westerns where they had to fight the Indian Geronimo, which was played by a. Pale white guy constantly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like they get that figured yeah, out by now, good. you know. Uh,
1: yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple questions because I hadn't, I not I, like I hadn't watched this movie in a while. So like the one thing that I always remember from it is like Jackie Chan talking about how he knows who Jun, like he knows Jun Tao because he killed his partner, yeah. and then like, but like he's in the first scene with Tom Wilkinson's character. So I was always confused by that. But I guess he doesn't necessarily always say, like, I know exactly what he looks like. Or I think it was more like, I know that he's a real person because he killed my partner. But then, like, at the end, he sees Tom Wilkinson and says, "Chu Tao.
2: Right. Well, that's because they yeah. they say at the beginning that no one's ever seen him. And then, right. um, what do you call it? Chris Tucker's character sees him in the Chinese right, restaurant the, upstairs restaurant. and yeah. tells and he tells him, oh, that's – Jun Tao and that's how I think that all kind of right. goes yeah, together
1: I also like turned this movie on and I was like wait a second wait a second why is it called Rush Hour? <laughs> especially because it's like a trilogy now it's like there's three movies but like the opening scene is when they or when they kidnap the daughter and they kidnap the mm-hmm. council's daughter he says well obviously they're in LA they're in Rush Hour traffic and then Sang comes up and stops him and says is there a problem officer? No problem no? just Rush Hour and he shoots him yeah, like, that is now the name of like cause they, that. There's only one part like they sit in rush hour. They don't she doesn't even get kidnapped in rush no. hour. They're sitting in rush hour on, I believe, the 10. Uh, and then they're in they're downtown. They're in Chinatown. And there's not even any traffic. Um, I referred to the highway with the th in front of it so Nick has stormed off. Here is, um, oh, here we go. That's just that's just here, how I think here that's... You
0: go. this is Jared's section of the podcast where he talks about <laughs> where I he feel, look, becomes I've, a Californian. Yeah, I have you know, I have
1: <laughs> I have found I wrote that I found California like effort. some of these movies some of these movies we've been doing have been very therapeutic for me as someone who's been stuck inside LA, <laughs> but a lot of these movies are based out in LA, so I get to watch them and be like, Oh man. That's what it's like to be uh, downtown, outside. Um, <laughs> well, but yeah, that's what Outside she, My Window looks like. She, she's not even kidnapped in Rush Hour. They get out of Rush Hour.
2: And then yeah, she just has that one line. Side.
1: In, and it is now the name of a trilogy a tr- where yeah. the second movie, they go to Hong Kong, and the third movie, they're in Paris. Like, like Rush Hour was, is rarely has
0: anything to do with these movies. no
2: traffic what, in Rush what, Hour whatsoever. Yeah, what
0: would have been better, like a title sequence, rather than, rather than Rush Hour 2 and 3? Uh, like like Rush Hour Rush Hour oh. 2 Traffic Jam Rush Hour right. 3 Not that bad You don't like which one would been Pretty clear
1: yeah. <laughs> Slight <All> delays
0: clear. <laughs> One lane closed southbound <laughs> Yeah
1: Seven minutes to Like <laughs> Road work ahead Yeah Yeah I sure hope it does <laughs> No that's what it is It's Rush Hour 2 Road R- work ahead road Rush ahead. Hour 3 I sure hope I don't know it, does. it does Yeah that's it Oh uh, wow
2: Speed bump ahead. Rush Which, you know hour. what, Jared? Yeah. I
0: don't know if you can confirm this or not.
1: I'm from California, so. I should, no, you
0: know. no, no. He, he can I, can probably handle it. it. I'm trying to remember the first time I saw Rush Hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like the recommendation came from Grammy and Rocky. Grammy and because Rocky. Because Grammy and Rocky watch a lot of movies. You used to watch movies all the time. This is like yeah. VHS days, and they'd be like, hey, you got to watch this movie. And I feel like that's why we first watched it. Now, here's the thing. If it's true, it's insane. It's, that's, but yeah. If it's not true, where the fuck did this idea that they're the ones that recommended this movie come from?
1: <laughs> that's even more I think the idea of that's even more insane. But why you're thinking I don't remember I have no recollection of why um like who told me to watch it. I feel like most of the movies I mean, that I also... knew about were from you. Like I got from, I don't know where you got the idea to watch the movies for, but I normally would get them from you or from Dad or something like that.
2: Um, I remember when I was in high school, somebody asked me if I had ever seen this movie. And because of my, my sheltered upbringing, I had never even heard of it. And uh, the first time I watched it, I think I just left it on the TV for like a day. It was great. It was the best the best time of my life. Yeah. Be-
0: Jared, remember we went on that cruise and they had the different channels for the movies and you would sure. turn on the one channel and it was, uh, what's that movie <laughs> with, the, with the guy in the museum? Night at the Museum Night at the Museum There's definitely a guy in the museum I almost said, oh what's that one movie? Oh yeah, National Treasure, which would have been oh. wrong Oh, big time But it was Night at the Museum played 24 hour loop on the cruise and so <laughs> you just that's what was on the TV
1: Yeah that was on there, yeah. And then there was just like the channel where it was just the trailers for the other movies that were on the yeah. cruise. Yeah, um, feel like a million Sal, pesos. You... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, that dude, is... that, dude, that's like four bucks. Yeah, that movie. Oh. It's that weird. That, yeah, well, yeah, I don't even. Know. It's definitely not a million pesos. Oh my god, that wasn't Drew but Taylor. It was. It was a movie Ma- with Luke Major, pain. No, it wasn't Major Pain. No, uh, wasn't Major Payne. Old school. No, three ten to Yuma. No, Royal okay. Tenenbaums. All these Luke, movies stall Luke Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Luke Wilson and Will Ferrell are both in it. Will Ferrell's like the guy who's being Royal his... Tenenbaums 2. It was neither... Can you stop it? I <laughs> need you to not. I um, need yeah. you to be quiet. <laughs> um... I need
0: you to not.
1: The Wendell Baker story. He was a screenwriter and he directed it.
0: That's the name of the movie?
1: That's the name of the movie. It could the have been. the bigger story is a Look. lackadaisical comedy of quirky characters and situations, but ultimately the lazy narrative bores instead of charms. Now, can we guess the Rotten Tomato score? Oh, it's even. The- it's Luke Wilson, Eva Mendez, and Will Ferrell. I believe is with Eva Mendez, who he's then together with. You
0: uh, know the, the other guys, right? The other guys.
1: He's been married to Eva Mendes multiple times in <laughs> movies, which is insane to think about.
0: What about Drillbit Taylor, though? Which was. Owen Wilson, so I was on some kind of path. I mean, maybe... Owen Wilson
1: is also in this movie, which is to be expected because they they both wrote it. And Luke and Andrew Wilson, I guess, is the third brother. Um, oh, this guy's hot as hell. It's like the hot Wilson brother. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's <laughs> so hot right now. Yeah, my gosh, he looks like so hot. I he's guess... making
1: you hot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Can we guess the Rotten Tomato score of the Wendell Baker score? It's got to be 24 three percent three it's 40 percent oh oh but and it has an equal audience score 40 percent
2: so you guys you guys remember that movie Luke Wilson was in it was like a comedy central movie and Terry Cruz was the president and they they uh they watered the plants with Gatorade yeah it was drunk Taylor. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like, not did you say Luke Wilson Luke Wilson yeah Luke so it was Wilson, Luke Wilson and not.
0: Terry Cruz and they watered the plants with Gatorade <laughs> Yeah, it's like a dystopian version of of reality. What the hell are you even talking about? Idiocracy.
2: Idiocracy, that's it.
0: When did that come out? 2006.
2: (laughs) It's an awful movie, but...
0: It's a Mike Judge. It's a a Mike Judge movie.
2: Okay.
1: What else is Mike Judge
0: done? Idiocracy. Luke Wilson, Maya Rudolph. (laughs) Uh, Mike Judge. Yeah, Terry Crews is a
1: weird actor to sort of He did King
0: of the Hill... Beavis and Butthead, okay. Office Space, um yeah. He's done a lot of those things.
2: Yeah, a lot of that kind um, of humor, you know.
1: Terry Crews is a weird actor to think about because I feel like he's always lingered around. He's always been like in small roles, roles in different movies. So if you say like, "Oh, Terry Crews has this like smaller role in this movie," like I can't tell you what year it is because I feel like he's been doing that for like two decades.
2: What's the best Terry Crews role, though? It's got to be when he's in White Chicks, right?
0: Uh, the best Terry Crews role uh, would have been him supporting Gabrielle Union when she got fired from America's Got Talent. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would have been the best role that he could have filled because she came oh. to his defense, and then he was like, Nah, it's, it's, pretty right. cool. it's pretty cool working here, though.
1: Thanks, Gabs. Yeah, and then he apologized, and then D. Wade messaged. I tweeted at him and said, just stop <laughs> or something like that. I don't. Oh, he. I mean, he plays. He was. He's famous for Earl, being playing the character of Earl in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. Is he? Because I didn't know he was in that. I mean, I think no. I mean, I think I think his biggest thing, like he's in, he was in the Expendables movies. Look, I don't know. I think his biggest role is probably what he's doing now in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Here's the Um, for sure.
0: Real, real quick, though, about uh, idiocracy, because I see it brought up a lot now, because I don't know if you know this, this country, pretty dumb. It's
2: pretty almost a country idiocracy.
0: So, idiocracy is, like, yeah, because every time something really dumb happens, they'll be like, mm, once again, idiocracy is, uh, rings true. But it's Private Joe Bauer's, uh, the definition of average American is selected by the Pentagon to be the guinea pig for a top-secret hibernation program. <sighs> Forgotten, he awakes five centuries in the future and discovers a society that is so incredibly dumbed down that he's easily the most intelligent person
2: alive. I'm on board.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, sign me up. Are, are you ready to go five centuries into the future, Nick?
0: I mean, yeah. It sounds like, yeah.
2: Sounds like a good time.
0: No, it doesn't. Uh, no. <laughs> it, does it it? doesn't.
1: Yeah, I don't think it does. Um, yeah, just, to, it's, I mean, to sort of, I don't know if there's any way we can sort of swing this back to uh, the movie Rush Hour.
2: Because <laughs> um, well, I'm sure. Where we left off. I'm sure about. Luke remember? Wilson got stuck in traffic on his way to the um, set, and he probably experienced some rush hour. Sure. Okay. <laughs> nice.
1: Um, yeah, I don't remember the first time I watched this. I remember. I know this was the first time in a while I had seen it. Um, Sal, what would you have a story about when you first saw Rush Hour? And. I don't know, like, how long How long has it been since you've watched it? I guess you watched it pretty recently before this, and then um, you watched it today.
2: Well, this incredible gift, once again, that I received, um, I used it when I bought it. So, last Christmas, before today, last Christmas was the last time I um, I really dug into these. I, I watched Fresh Hour 2 more recently. Um, I'm a big fan of the, the Don Cheadle scene when they come up from the... Uh, come up from the sewer and they do the whole suit sizing. So uh, I'll watch the whole movie just to get to that scene. But um, yeah, it's been a while since I, uh, since I saw these. It was funny because while we were watching it, Amanda was like, oh, we always said we were going to watch them. And it's been a while.
1: Well, now is time. I mean, you're in quarantine. We haven't Might even as talked to well. yeah. well, um, That's the whole point. Well, it should be said. I'm glad that you have that with you, that, that four-piece uh, DVD. Because yeah, Sal, great. this is Sal's second time on the show. Yes. Last time he did it, we were in the studio together. It was a commentary episode for Seinfeld as a sort of a celebration of our best episodes of television where we watched the, uh, the contest. And in that episode, you brought the book. You I have did. the, the coffee table book. So Sal always comes prepared with, uh, with items. We have an item spotlight with Sal. And...
0: and per usual, there's always someone on there that did not watch the movie. I'll give you one guess who it was. It was me. It
1: was you. Um... When was the last
2: time you seen it, Nick? It's been a little while.
1: I knew he wasn't gonna watch it. I knew he wasn't gonna watch it. Um but I feel like Nick has seen it enough where we could talk about it and he'll yeah. he'll be fine. Um but Sal also this is your second time on the show. Welcome to the oh, an honor. The two timers. The two timers club. You are only one of uh three people who have been on the show multiple times.
2: Excellent. I love it. So So that that is that is exciting. Um so once, how once is my she- plaque going up on the wall in the studio like tomorrow i don't know it's, it's or
1: it's crazy to think so like i was thinking about this today like we're finally having more guests in the show this whole thing is of course our Q the banter miniseries quarantine the banter this is Q the banter podcast about film television um, we decided in this time of self-isolation obviously there's an intro that goes before this um that we say that we wanted our friends to come on and just give us pics yeah. So, this what were what, what they watching during quarantine? This is a different version of what you've already heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is because this halfway is through me saying it, it <laughs> halfway through me saying it, I realized there's an intro that Nick does normally to okay, though, though, the whole thing.
0: Yeah, this is just 24 minutes later. Quick reminder what you'll listen to it in case, you, yeah. forgot. In case <laughs> you forgot. In case you have the so, attention span of Goldfish. Yeah
1: but it's so good to have you on the show. One of the things that we've been doing for this series is we we normally just check in like what are you doing during how is your what is your quarantine situation like and what do you like what are some of the things that you've been watching
2: um, I have been on YouTube a ton which isn't you know it's, it's not film or television but it's, it's it's content so I've been on YouTube a ton it can but, be. Um, YouTube could
1: be cinema sometimes
0: It can what about, be y- y- what do you even watching on YouTube?
2: I hope it's um TikTok compilations. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not watching any TikTok comps. Uh it's it's mostly like um Donut Media has some some like really interesting car stuff and I've been watching I watched all of Just a Dash. Uh which is How incredible.
0: fucking good is Just a Dash?
2: It's honestly unbelievable. Side note um, on
0: Just a Dash, I tried to order the oven mitts and they've been sold out for fucking months. Hold on, what is actually Just a Dash? I have
2: another I have another prop here. Hang on. It's so I, I purchased uh, Come on, baby. I got that I per- downstairs. <laughs> I purchased the Matty Matheson cookbook. Uh, he's got a he's got a great a great show, and he's got a great new podcast. So I've been watching the live streams of uh, Powerful Truth Angels, which yeah. has been incredible. Um, if you haven't watched
0: Just a Dash, Matty Matheson's, it's kind of like a follow up to its Supper Time on you know YouTube version. It's yeah, it's fucking great. But the oven mitts are his. He's all tattooed, and the oven mitts are his, hands, his hands are printed on them with the tattoos, and that's the oven mitts. Yeah, it's
2: awesome. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, I've also been trying um, to watch the. Uh, I've been trying to watch all the uh, Marvel movies in order. We started that the other day. Uh, I heard you guys talking about that with Zach uh, on the. Uh, of the, Zach, signs the Zach just
1: recently finished, right? Finished it. So we're gonna have him. Our next update, we'll have him on. And I'm thinking about like we've we've talked about it. Um, you know, having Zach on to do a quarantine update, which would be his fourth time on the show. Wow. And I've been thinking about this, and I think it's perfect. To not even talk about this with Zach to talk about it with Sal, who of course was Zach's college roommate for those who don't know. Yep. Um, it's insane to me that now that we're having, you know, we're having guests on the show, but like thinking, looking back on it, we're a podcast about movies, talking about movies. We're not, we don't pretend to be absolute experts on it. We just have a love for it and we love talking about it. Uh, the podcast is basically kind of based on conversations that me and Nick would just have on the phone, um, you know, driving to and from work, stuff like that, where we talk about stuff that we've been watching. So why not make a podcast of it? It's insane to me though that our most popular guest has been Zach. Not popular guest, but like our most frequent guest has been someone who grew up not watching movies at all. He doesn't not, watch like anything. Is, he has now with quarantine. Like this is a big, this is a big year for Zach in yeah. the movie world. But he's never been someone who liked movies, and we've had him on the show uh, three times, and we're probably me tell you
2: fourth. Yeah. I'll tell you something he did. Like when we were in, uh, you mentioned we were roommates and uh, when we were at Stockton, um, I turned on uh, Jessica Jones on Netflix when it first came out. And he used to call me like after class from the other side of campus and make me wait till he got back to the room. And we were like the cutest little couple, just sitting there in our two little wooden chairs, watching Je- every episode of Jessica Jones together.
1: Jessica Jones. I remember when he was watching. Yeah. Just the Jessica Jones, great show. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's weird that he's the guy that is our our, our top guest. Oh, there's the Mitten. There's, there's the other Mitten. The Mitten. The They're awesome. Oven mitts.
2: They're incredible, right? They're awesome. Anyway. um, Been watching yeah. Westworld, too. Last, last thing I'll say. Watching a ton of Westworld. Wow! Went from season one i'm all the way to season three almost caught up big jump there in the conversation i'm i'm all in for it but that was the question yeah
3: but the one we talked about
2: it yeah Yeah,
0: that makes one of us that is still watching
2: (laughs) i won't
1: yeah i won't give away any spoilers i promise It's just no. I mean, like I know people who watched it. Like me and my my one of my college roommates would always watch. Had a great time watching season one, season two. Um, you know, some people it lost some people because it tried to be twistier and more confusing. Because a lot of the way we would watch it, uh, me and my roommate was he would have two monitors up. We'd watch it, and he'd have the Reddit feed open, and people are just talking about it, and people would give theories and stuff like that. Oh, like oh, what's gonna happen? Like oh, this, you know, like this guy, this character is this character. You know what I mean? Like those type of twists that, yeah. that happen or like this person's a host. Like that's what what the the feed was mostly and talking about it. And it's that's the only show I ever really watched like that. It's, like, it's not something I wouldn't do for every show, but it was just kind of interesting. So like when big twists happened, it was less of a surprise and more of like super hype that theories were predicted. Yeah. Um, but they've even come out on that show and said like, oh, we just kind of like, like they, they I feel like if they saw that, and they've even said, not maybe in as many words, but they've tried to confuse the Redditors. Like, try and make it harder to follow. And I think season two was harder to follow. I still they did a great it. job
2: on that. I, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was harder to follow. And I, 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 I didn't, like, I know people who stopped watching because it was too confusing and just, like, kind of chaotic and just, like, not as good as the first season. I agree. I think the first season's better. I still yeah. like the second season. And then I got into the third season and just kind of, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a show I'll always. I'm always going to support because I have like my a friend of mine is she's actually a uh, post supervisor on the show. That's so I awesome. actually interviewed. I interviewed to work on it. This the third. It might have been the third season. Third season. I interviewed to work on it as a PA. I didn't get it, but like she got me in and was able to interview for it. Um, something I'm always grateful for in the show. And i have always obviously I hope the show goes on forever because I hope yeah, she has awesome. a job for as long as she is. But um, I just I I may go back to it. I've just recently. Sort yeah.
2: of checked I'll, out. I will, I will definitely away, go back to it. Like without but, giving away too much, the Rush Hour trilogy does overlap with Westworld in one way. And you know, <laughs> if you've seen them, if you've seen all the Rush Hour films, there's one particular way that they do intersect. So it's not like we just got on onto Westworld and there's no correlation the one, to Rush yeah, Hour. Is, what? So the guy in
1: Rush Hour three who plays his brother is Kenji. Is Kenji is, is in, in the, uh, is in season two of of uh, Westworld and season yes. three. Excellent. Um,
3: I yeah, like to bring I mean, it full circle, you know. I do yeah, like that
0: though. As always, shout out to people that work on shows and, and films. Whether you enjoy them or not, they're very important especially, people.
2: Especially right now with the Rona going on. I know a lot of people are a lot of people are fighting for their positions in uh in that world. In yeah, every world. My, my and there's been that
1: there's recently just a report, a couple I have like a group uh text with some of my actor friends, and apparently like production is a There's, it's rumored that it's going to be shut down until 2021. So. Yikes. um, So so that point, I mean, obviously I think, I can still go on like these acting websites and submit to roles, but it's all like, oh, you know, pandemic pending. You know what I mean? Like who knows what's going to happen? So it's like, I'm like, (laughs) I'm just trying to come up with something. Yeah. Coronavirus filming won't start back until 2021. My goodness. That's what projectcasting.com. So. I mean maybe auditions and casting will be done remotely and stuff like that just in preparation for that but you know got got to figure out stuff to do in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's tough tough, get get a tough, tough job. industry right now. Yeah, right? Like, like a real <laughs> job, dude. Get a job mom. <laughs> Yeah, I can't I'm not getting a job. No, you're
0: I'm gonna, it, it, yeah, you're, get you're it's it's um I'm writing. I'm just trying to make my own stuff. Oh, no, that that's it, that, that's really obviously I say that as like a joke with Yeah. That as thing. an essential – you say it as an
1: essential worker. Yeah, and it's
0: <laughs> and as it like I said, as an essential worker with a job that makes me comfortable, that has nothing to do with what I want to do, and it's the worst.
2: Um, now,
1: yeah, well, now Sal, you, how, what's your work situation like? Because you w- were able to get just like, a what a month or two off.
2: Yeah, from, so I work. I, I pump gas for Wawa in New Jersey for our out-of-state listeners. We're the only state to do that. Very very honored <laughs> sarcastically um, but the company um, the company treated us well in this situation uh, my dad has pre-existing conditions so like if I got sick from some slappy handed me a credit card and, and you know me bringing it home to him uh, and he goes in the hospital I'd be homeless in like a month so uh, they gave me a month uh, a month what was it a voluntary leave of absence? So I took the voluntary leave of absence. They paid me out of this massive, like PTO fund. uh, All right, actually, I got
0: questions about this PTO fund. It hindered my
2: ability to get unemployment, which. Didn't help because unemployment is more. But I go back. Um, I go back next week because I, if I sit in the house anymore, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump off a bridge. Something. Now the
0: question here, Sal, is with this PTO fund, Wawa, big company, stores all over a couple states now. Where do we got? We got. They got one in D.C. We uh, got Florida Virginia, Jersey, PA, Florida, Virginia, Delaware. All right. New Jersey, big PTO fund. Big company. Big company. Big gas company. stations. Billion how do you, dollar how, company. How do they get the money
2: into that PTO fund? Uh, so the associates pay into it. Or the oh, so the
0: employees pay into it.
2: The employees earn into it. Earn into it. I say ah, that with, what? Air, with air quotes. <laughs> I say that. Um, so you pay into your own PTO. In New Jersey now, it's different because for every 40 hours work, you get an hour PTO requ- is required to be given to the employee. So um, – the way it's going to work when we go back is that um we have to pay back the PTO hours that we've been paid for while on quarantine so i got paid for 3 weeks of PTO that i will now have to recoup <laughs> before that's i get well, another new hour insane. of PTO that's fucking um, nuts
0: right that's, that's so stupid
2: like the the that's the so joke dumb. the joke's on them because All I've done the entire quarantine, uh, besides watching all the shows we're talking about, um, is look for new jobs because I would like to leave them high and dry with all that PTO that needs to be recouped. That's see, okay. I'll never take another vacation if if this is the way it goes.
0: Today is May first. It's May Day. It's uh, Worker Appreciation Day. Um, so it's it's something that we're talking about. We should appreciate your workers. Obviously, Wawa hasn't caught on to that yet. Um, um, not quite because that they're, shit they're is fucking company, ridiculous guess,
2: if you're into it i understand that the...
0: they they that they do have things that can be good but having to pay into a pto thing that you then have to pay back in it just doesn't make any sense yeah. anyway so uh rush hour
1: yeah so actually i do have a transition into the rush hour okay uh, discussion where we're at in the movie is look uh Carter, Agent Carter, is his job prospects aren't great right now because of that case that in the beginning when he's undercover they're yeah. gonna suspend him for two months without
2: pay. Two months.
1: Two months. My guy's no gonna pay. Have to file for unemployment. Crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. instead, um, I love this scene when they're talking to the police captain. He's like, "It's it's embarrassing. I'm not gonna. That'd be embarrassing to assign someone to the, the FBI. Decides Jackie Chan." Inspector Lee is going to come You know, Council Han wants Inspector Lee to come Help with the investigation FBI does want that So they're going to just pawn off a rookie To help to Just to take, take him away from everything If they're going to embarrass anyone Why not make it LAPD So and then they call um, They call the police captain Who's uh, played by What Philip Baker Hall Um which basically Philip Baker Hall. If I ever seen him in anything else, it was always oh, it's the guy from Rush Hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this is where I was first introduced. Him, but um, you know he calls him that's embarrassing. I'm not gonna do. That. And then he sees Carter walk up. I said I'm sending someone right over. And I don't know. I remember when I first watched this movie. I think I just, you know it's just too. It's you know Philip Baker, Baker Hall I, fucking rules. He's he does great rules. this movie too. Um, I just don't think I necessarily got as much of like what was going on like obviously I get the dynamic between um Lee and Carter but like you know I don't know really know if I paid too much attention to basically what they were doing which was like all right just get some LAPD guy to yeah. just take him out of the you know like like they're they babysitting me right just babysitting him yeah. and watching this movie you could just like the FBI handles this case so poorly. And because they handle it so poorly, Lee and Carter are the ones who uh, are on the forefront of solving it. Because yeah. they decide, oh, let me have Carter. And I love how Carter – I love when Carter comes into it and is just like – you know, he acts like he's running of the show. Yeah. Like, all right, g- eat- give me the headpiece. The give me the headpiece. And he's like, all right, what's going on? Give me the na- like, give, give me the details. Give me the-. And then they basically brush up and say, like, no, you're babysitting this guy. Yeah. Uh, but then he- – he even they, asks, they,
2: "What do you want? What he wants him to do with him? What do I do? Take him to the zoo?" Like it's, it's
1: yeah. <laughs> And this none of there really nothing happens in this movie. No, like he comes in. Carter says, "Hey, what's going on?" They're like, "All right, you're gonna babysit Jackie Chance character," and then he goes and gets them. And then there's like two failed attempts at a drop, and then the final scene is a third attempt at the drop. That's like all that happens. Like there's not much that really happens in this movie. It's just they try and do something, botch it, and. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan chase after the bad guy.
2: That's is, the uh, buddy cop thing, though, you know. Yeah, yeah
1: is, this, no. is this
0: the one where they do the gun thing, or is that too?
2: No, that's this one.
1: This one, they're waiting outside Fuchao Restaurant, <laughs> and war and war is playing. Which,
2: um, I love yeah. the uh, I love the scene with when the, it happens uh, with the cabbie after Jackie Chan's hanging off the Hollywood Boulevard sign. It's uh, <laughs> one of my favorite gun drops. In any in any movie, because finally drop, they have
1: them, when they have them drop the guns, and yeah. they don't physically drop it, they just drop it on the it's on their fingers. Yeah, so smooth. And I, yeah. I <laughs> and I don't I don't know if anyone has ever dropped a gun
2: like that. And that's when Jackie Chan starts speaking, and is yeah. that whole dynamic because, is right. great. That whole scene. Well, yeah,
1: because when 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 Carter goes to pick him up, he. He's kind of offensive. Doesn't, yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie's this movie's yeah, this movie what do I have right now? Do you I have?
2: understand how offensive Agent James Carter is? Yeah. Oh and and, and like but even the great.
1: way he speaks to uh what's this the the female detective it's, uh, yeah. in oh. the office. Not good. <laughs> um the, you can tell this movie tech, was right? Yeah, yeah. Um he, he, so, yeah, he even he says, "I'm sorry, I told you, I told, I spread that rumor about us, us sleeping at the, together us at the Christmas, Christmas party." Yeah. yeah, and then at the end, no, asks, no good.
2: When he when he calls to apologize to her, he asks, uh, "What color panties she's wearing?" Yeah, not yeah. good, not I good.
1: Know. I have yeah. This movie might be racist. Cup of noodles. Um, the billiard scene. The what's up scene.
2: Oh, that was um, tough.
1: And then when Jackie Chan shows up to the the embassy, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, we got a guy approaching in the car. Uh, he's Asian." <laughs> 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 they racially they racially profile Jackie Chan immediately.
0: <laughs> the um, not good. Real since uh, r- real quick, I want to go into uh, a little side tangent here, right? You talked about My war. Favorite tangents. So the Rush Hour soundtrack put out by Def Jam. Right. Whoa. Released September 15, ninety eight, through Def Jam, consisted of hip hop and R and B music. The soundtrack was a huge success. It peaked at number five on the Billboard two hundred. Oh my god. It spawned the number one signal, How Deep Is Your Love, by Drew Hill. Right? The soundtrack was certified gold just a month after its release, and by January nineteen ninety nine, uh it was platinum. That's a million copies. It's like we're at a point... Of a
2: soundtrack.
0: We were at a point a little while ago where it was like new hip-hop R&B artists that have gone platinum was only like Drake and Nicki Minaj. And this is a compilation soundtrack for a movie that sold a million, million records. Copies.
2: That's insane. Um, Yeah, it's... Were the Beach Boys on there? Because, you know... Can't go wrong with the Beach Boys. It's great American music. Here we go. We
0: got so the "How Deep <laughs> Love" by Drew Hill featuring Redman, "Faded Pictures" by Case and Joe, "Can I Get Up" by Jay Z and Mill ja and Rule, which is, you you actually uh, have heard that song? It's the intro music to this episode. Oh wow! Oh well, you wow! Better really? close
1: with, you better close it out with "War." Well, you have to. Oh, there's um, way. War is a song. I remember. Everybody singing, knows I, War. I sang War at um, karaoke one night here. Um, but I was very drunk, and I didn't remember. I only know the chorus, <laughs> so Whoa. don't do it. Don't do it. And I remember, I think that the, the DJ even, like, took the mic out of my hand. And so I handed it to him so he can sing the parts that I didn't know. But the, I, um... I was bad. <laughs> Sloppy drunk. Uh, but it's war. I mean, what is it good for? So the oh, second,
0: the second real quick, the second one had the, went gold. But the second one had fucking area codes by Ludacris and Nate
1: Dogg. Which is also had it also had a
2: Shimon Lee. (laughs) Shimon. Yeah. (laughs) That's another great uh, thing, too. In the third movie, um, when they open, he's directing traffic with the music in his headphones, causing massive mayhem in downtown Los Angeles. Oh, yeah.
0: Here's the thing about Chris Tucker is Chris Tucker is a good actor it's like him and he's really good in silver linings playbook mm-hmm. and uh it, it's just like one of those things where you're like wow it's weird that this is the movie that chris tucker's in but i also like it because he's fucking nailing it and yeah. it's it's funny that it's you a mentioned her
1: performance yes. in silver linings Playbook. it's just it's especially compared to like the manic energy that he
2: brings in every oh other God. movie he's
1: ever been in yeah.
2: um Talk about these it's, soundtracks, yeah. though. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker has this background in music videos, where he is in music videos with Heavy D and the Boys, Dr. Dre, Tupac, Maze, Michael Jackson. He was in Michael Jackson's "Rock Your World" music video and Mariah Carey's music video. That's incredible, and no wonder these soundtracks go right to the top. Come on! But he's also this tender, loving guy who's in, who's in "Silver Linings Playbook."
1: What yeah. range? Yeah, should... by yeah the I mean end, it was. Yeah, it was, and I think it was. I think Martin Lawrence was originally, who they had in mind for the role. Um, believe Eddie Murphy was considered at some point, but like, yes, I feel like, they
3: both
0: were for this movie. Yeah, but Chris Tucker, I
1: mean, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, I think they just have a, it's perfect,
2: a good, a good,
0: uh, um, good chemistry.
1: What was that
2: Rotten Tomatoes? What was that Rotten Tomatoes review about? Sweet and sour? Come on, I
0: don't know. The guy saw a movie that had like, there was Chinese people in it, and he had to make his review about Chinese food.
2: Right, but that's there. You go right there. The the, the melding right. of flavors in Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. There you go.
1: Carter Carter says the first thing he asks if he wants is a cup of noodles. They like they make. There's a couple of references in this movie. Uh, both ways though. Like, um, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be written now. <laughs> this movie would not be written the way it was now. No, um, look. Look. It's no, one of those no, things no.
0: where it's one of those things where it's like. You know, there's there's the jokes that work for the character. You know what I mean? But it is is funny, like, when you watch things uh, later and you're like, oh, the stuff that at the time was not written to be like, oh, this is kind of a more uh, racy material. It was just, like, (laughs) normally how they wrote things.
2: Yeah, they they seemed not to. They threw caution to the wind by today's standard.
0: Yeah, but it's like... um, I I look at what, I think that, the, I I the okay. So what's your um? You guys have like a favorite, like which one of your your favorite bit in the movie? Ooh, my
3: favorite,
0: my, like... my my favorite is the. Uh, I can't wait till it's gonna be a bit from Rush Hour two. Oh God. The um, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nick, what's he, your favorite bit when he gives them the fucking wallet to, yeah, the, the, the badge to flash, oh, yeah. yeah, is it's the, the building fucking building. funniest because it's, it's this won't work. I'm not 6'1. 6'1. <laughs> yeah, yeah. flip it off and flip it close. Because here, here's, the, here's the thing that that joke this, this, what it implies is that they're gonna look at it, and they're not gonna look at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing they're going to – when they see the badge and the and the ID is they're going to look at the ID. They're going to go – complete. going to go, we don't even need to look at the picture. They're going to look at the height, and they're going to go, hold on a minute. This guy's not 6'1". <laughs> the
3: it's
1: picture funny. is so – it's, it's so bad. It's so <laughs> bad. Which I think I, – I read somewhere that they, they added that in post, like changing it. Like that idea wasn't originally what they had planned, but – yeah uh, this one it's wonderful I'm not that's six a great it, that's that one's gotta be the best um <laughs> yeah just uh, that whole scene i like I love when they're when they're singing war when they're you know doing the gun the gun stuff uh, another good one is wipe yourself off your bleeding
2: oh how they use it twice there where yeah i think just in there and then at the end
1: i think I just think chris Tucker's like lines in the end of the movie are, are all are all great um yeah, uh, wipe yourself off. You did. You did. You did. And then, yeah. <laughs> when when Lee is hanging from the ceiling, and he says, "Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'll be right back for like. I gotta go for like an hour. I'll get like an ambulance. I'll come back. Just stay there. I'll be right back. I'm just playing." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lee is hanging and
2: slipping, and he's from going to banister. die. And yeah. he's making jokes. I love um, the uh, I love the first scene, the very beginning when he's meeting with Clyde to uh, to buy the C four. And he's just like talking to Clyde and and he's trying to motion to the cops that are there that he's like the undercover cop. And the best is when he when the detective tells him you know, about, about shooting a guy's pinky toe off he's or pinky finger off. He's sitting in the sitting in the office with him. Yeah, but nobody died. You know, yeah, did anyone yeah. die? Did um, nobody died? Just it's yeah. just a pinky finger.
0: I also really like the whole entire push the button.
2: Uh, yeah. She was awesome. Yeah, she was push awesome. The the button, button, yeah.
0: Push the button. Push the goddamn button. <laughs>
1: So good, you ever said? Um,
0: yeah, I forgot be, you brought be, up the, the the rush hour like at the yeah. end where they they show the bloopers. The bloopers, oh that's my
1: God, that's so good. I like think when he's that's trying to say who they who
0: they who they kidnap, uh, Kelsey, Chelsea Kelsey? Kelsey Kelsey Cotton, Kelsey Clinton. Kelsey
1: Kelsey Kelsey Clinton, Kelsey Kelsey, <laughs> he says Kelsey, yeah, he says Kelsey Grammar at some point,
2: Kelsey Grammar at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite's from Rush Hour 2 the bloopers when he uh, the catfish fish catfish fish the blooper <laughs> um, fish and then you hear the yeah. you hear the production person yelling it's catfish fish catfish fish
1: uh, oh, or yeah. Oh man, he ain't gonna be in Rush Hour Three. Uh, I love, one. and I'm thinking like the funny. Honestly, some of the like some of my like the funniest moments. Nothing to not to knock on two, but like a lot of the funniest moments that I remember from two are the blue are in the bloopers. Yeah. Um. And I was thinking of, like the the first one it doesn't like there there's some of them are funny, but like they weren't as memorable to me as the second one. But it just has some ridiculous like lines that aren't bloopers in the movie like when Tom Wilkinson falls from the <laughs> the ceiling in the water and Chris Tucker says ooh you know he did yeah right <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember
1: like that in... wasn't a blooper that's a actual no, line it's... of dialogue in this movie remember
0: remember in rush hour 2 when Jeremy Piven did his impression of Jared Leto and Dow- Dallas Buyers Club
1: yeah i i honestly i don't remember that scene i honestly it's... forgot he was in the movie you should go back and watch it.
0: It is not <laughs> aged well.
1: Not aged well. They said, uh, "Hey, Jeremy another... Piven hasn't aged well." They said, "Hey, <laughs> the
0: which concept is, okay, of him." Here's the craziest thing about Jeremy Piven: is he, you know, playing Ari Gold on Entourage, which he was, which we, you know, he was great as. Probably what he's best known for. Mm-hmm. This like rich, slick-talking, you know, movie producer talent agent. Uh, he also played fucking George. On Seinfeld, Seinfeld, on when they wrote Jerry, oh. in the episode when they wrote the show on Seinfeld,
2: right, Jeremy yeah. Piven
0: is who they cast to play the George character.
2: That's so really. Weird.
1: Yeah, that is weird. That's a, I, but I mean, I, like I, it made sense then. Like looking back on it now, it's like kind of weird to even think about. But that's what I mean. Like Hollywood careers are just so interesting because, you know, like where, yeah, you know, when at that point. Jeremy Piven, you know, fit into that zone of playing, and I, I, you know, he has range and can play multiple. A lot of actors have different range and are are just typecast to one thing. But once you see him, yeah, (laughs) once you see him play Ari Gold, you know, like he goes on a completely different trajectory that wasn't set up by his him playing George Costanza, Jerry, and Seinfeld. Like that's just interesting to see. Like looking back on it now, like where. Where he, where he went, which was not good, not good. Um, another interesting thing about this movie is that weed is illegal in 1998. <laughs> you Say watch the weed. movie now, and they're like, "Man, like, like they're just talking about weed, and multi- like, and how you know the way they talk about it, it's like, like, no, like this is like this better yeah. be medicinal," he says to him. It's like. Watching it now, it's, like, crazy to think that that was, like, a, a thing people were worried about. He
2: tells now. him, you better have glaucoma. And he that's another good scene where he's mumbling <laughs> yeah. and Tucker's, like, mocking his mumble. Oh, Yeah.
1: So uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles gets a mention.
2: Every was, time I see uh, it, I whip the T-shirt out of the closet and put it on because it makes me feel so nostalgic about the one trip I took to California five years ago. Mm. I love it. The waffles. I can't, they are, I can't by the eat. way, I don't,
1: I, I mean, I've been to two different Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles and I've seen another one. They're nowhere near it in that scene. They're in Chinatown. I don't think there's a Roscoe Chicken and Waffles anywhere near Chinatown. Um, but what is, I mean, act like you're from out of town.
2: Yeah. Act casual. Um, act like you're from out of town.
1: Yeah. Uh, I have, one of my notes I have is this was in 1998 and uh, Chris Tucker is dressed in a suit, and he looks—he looks like Michael Jordan does in the Last Dance documentary, <laughs> which is the same year.
2: Um,
1: Amanda mentioned that to dressed, me. Like, yeah, they're dressed like dressed like that.
2: Why? Why like is his suit so big? Why is it so long on him? And I think that was just the the vibe then. That's, That's what they were after. Look at old.
1: Pretty baggy, and the, but like the shirts were still tight, and then the suits. were Yeah, long. The, but yeah the jackets and at, the
2: pants were really big. Did you see?
1: Have you seen the latest Michael Jordan meme, which came the one about where he's, from him looking at the? Yeah, he's oh. watching a video of Isaiah Thomas talking about when the Pistons uh, didn't shake their hands when they knocked him out in the '91 Eastern Conference Finals, and Jordan's like, and like I just remember, like I remember immediately once it posted, like this is going to be insane meme. Jordan became another great meme, and the best one is him like this, <laughs> and the picture is. <laughs> it's a google search of pants but in the google search bar is jeans that are way too fucking wide (laughs) (laughs) look at at
0: real real quick uh gentlemen i'm gonna step away for a second to pay my mortgage this episode has been sponsored by having to pay your mortgage um so i'm gonna go do that real quick and then i'll be back it's great Because yeah, even during where
1: we have no thread to talk about anything. Because be even
0: because even during the pandemic, your bills are due.
2: I thought they made that That's illegal fair. where you didn't have to pay your mortgage until I don't like, know. Six There's a big rent now.
0: strike going on in New York, by the way. We're all about the rent strike, but Always. I'll be back.
1: I think I saw there. I, so I wonder. I mean, I can't ask Nick about it because he's gone. But there right. was we were, we went for what basically what we do. We sit around the apartment. Watch movies or anything. I'll do some writing while Nicky works. And then at certain point of the day, we'll take a break and just walk around the neighborhood. That's what we do. Right. Um,
2: like many others Yeah, one in of your the, situation. Yeah,
1: there was a van that I walked past, and it just says, food, no rent. I have no idea what that means. Maybe it has something to do with solidarity with what Nick's talking about. but
2: It sounds it was, like it.
1: I was very confused by it. It could be. Um, I
2: mean, Nick is like the, the highest authority on that kind of like um, – strike for rent wages labor uh mantra that he knows very well that I don't as you can tell yeah,
1: yeah. i want to i want to do something oh uh i hope i don't i am assuming he's we're still recording and he he has this he hasn't up, paused but, it and i'm hoping and i'm also assuming that his headphones are off so we he can't hear this so right. going into it this was sort of a last minute type episode uh we always knew we were going to record it we didn't know when um but we, you know, we kind of planned this last minute. Uh, and I knew Nick wasn't going to watch it. He's been working a lot, so I knew he wasn't going to watch Rush Hour and I knew it was a movie he felt that he could do an episode on without watching it. Right. So I want to test his knowledge on the movie. I think we have to come up with a scene from maybe the second or the third one and talk about it as if it's the first one or just make up a scene. Oh, and you know see he's what not know. Thoughts, And see what his thoughts are on it. So... I'm trying to think of what that could be. Um, I don't know if we should like. Just, yeah, I don't know if we should make something. Should we think? Should we make something up? Should we make something? I up think that we happen? could. because no, he'll he'll remember. I think he'll.
2: Uh. I think he remembers the movies well enough. I think if we like, you took something out of the third movie, and like, oh, remember in the first movie that girl that had her head tattooed? Do you remember that? Like that's from the third movie, but he would definitely. I don't know. Maybe that's too extreme.
1: Yeah, because like we said, nothing happens in the first movie. Barely no, anything just... happens in. Uh... Oh, you know what? I'll, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the um, the cop, the the cop in Hong Kong, who okay. who uh, is played by the judge from Ghostbusters Two. Oh, and he loves Ghostbusters, so he knows that guy. And I want to see if he picks guy. up on it. Okay. I hope. I, I hope he doesn't pick up on the fact that he was. Um, in the second one, not the uh, not the first one, because I mean he thought that the ID, he was unsure if the ID scene was even in Rush Hour one or yeah, two, yeah, which it's clearly in one. So yeah. I, I think I think we can we can do that. I don't know how long he's gonna be, but yeah, cue the banter. Cue the banter. Intern
2: doing. Intern Maya is looking very she's, confused in our Zoom meeting. She's getting restless. Yeah,
1: she's on her couch, uh, She's looking
2: out the window. This is great commentary. This is great content. Game. Like yeah. Jared sure now. Life. Can I ask you something? Um, I was listening to another podcast, and uh, no free ads, so I won't mention the name. But um, d- when you got off the plane at LAX, would you? Do they just give out, like, roles for people who are now a resident in California, in Los Angeles? Like, did, is there just a guy there who, like, does, like, the, the, the cap from Harry Potter where you're an actor, you're a this. Is that what that feels like when you get off the plane?
1: No. No. No, just not.
2: No. There is, is such it? a
1: process that I'm going through currently right now. Like, as you saw, I showed you my Zoom background was my headshots that Nick did. Um, yes. I went to the first meeting I had with an agent out here. They said, oh, you need new headshots. Like this. <laughs> Perfect. I look at this. And I don't see, like, because those are great portraits, great photos. Um, Nick, you know, Nick has a great eye for it, obviously. But I guess it's just maybe the background's too distracting. I don't know. What maybe was their recommendation really? to you? Well, I, I, that I needed to get professional headshots done by someone out here who f- focuses on
2: In the industry, headshots.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, of course, that was I – had, I had to get that scheduled. Um, you know, I do that, and I can send it to this lady, and we'd step, we'd start – it's like a, sort of a trial period. Like, she'll test me out. I'll test her out. She'll try and get me roles. You know, we'll see how we, like, the fit, and then move forward from there. And then there's other – like, I'm, the plan is I have these envelopes I just went and bought. That I gotta send the new headshots to. Just to different people, because some don't accept it. Online submissions, you have to there's so many different things. I had to research I researched hundreds of agencies. So you get here and you do that, and then you you hope that one of them likes you and takes a chance on you. But
2: And what's what's your writing been like?
1: Right now my writing has been uh right now I'm just trying I'm trying to write well me and Nick have been working on a project. Um Nick has wanted to make something. This he the idea that he got was originally um, around the time that he was in a big Seinfeld kick. He was watching a lot of Seinfeld, um, probably that season where they make Jerry. So he wanted to make a short film about people making a short film.
2: Oh, that's awesome, which though. that
1: whole season was. But, like, we first wrote it, and it was kind of complex and just pretty long, so we had to try and cut it down. So I decided to try to come up with an idea that basically takes place over – one conversation. So take one piece of that script and rather than doing like the whole filming process, just like the conversation about shrink it down. So I've been doing that. Like that is an idea that I've been developing. And what happens is we, I talked about this on our La La Land episode. Um, when you, it's like when they talk there, it's going to be a, it's a, a filmmaker talking to like a studio head. And every time they change that, like they're trying to come up with what the genre is. And every time it changes, this, the movie changes to that genre. So it's a Western. So then it's a, filmed like a Western scene, stuff like that. So I've All been working right. on that. And then right now I'm just trying to film, write something that I can film in my own apartment, that I can film on my phone. and just, During the quarantine. Are yeah, you going to name like, it
2: something related to the quarantine or the coronavirus? Right now,
1: I mean, right then working, it's just the pandemic monologues. It's about a guy who's performing movie monologues in his apartment. Just having That's, fun doing that. So... I like that's this what, idea. So excellent, that's what excellent writing has been like. But no, I don't hop off the plane and are they just handed, don't they handed. just don't
2: say, Yeah, you're doing this, no. you're doing that.
1: Now, I'll drive when I drive Lyft I'll drive people around and they'll ask me and they'll say, Oh yeah, actor, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. There he is. So, I mean the excellent photos.
0: This fucking excellent. guy looks good. I think looks, this is all part of a fucking marketing scheme, and they were like, No, you need
2: different ones. The headshot people yeah, gotta make money cool. too, you know.
0: Look at
1: hey. shout out to him
2: Yeah, but they got you. I had so I had
1: unfortunately I had that scheduled. I've been waiting to go, and I've been getting. I've I've talked to this photographer more times than I've talked to my mother in the past two months because he calls me and says, "Hey, how's it going? We got to push it back two weeks." Right? You know, we got to keep it. So now I've so like I can't. But like when I've talked to an agent, and her thing is, once you get new headshots send them my way, and we'll get started.
2: Now you're just waiting. Push it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been too. They got incredibly frustrating. Two months.
2: But, I can only imagine what kind of uh, what kind um, of patience you. I have wish to I have. knew why
0: they were hating on the headshots.
2: <sighs> yeah, know. no reason, huh? I
1: don't. I don't think. Like I said to Sal, I don't know if you had your headphones on. I don't think it's down. It's not down to the the photographs themselves because they're excellent. It's the kind of thing, photograph. I think, it is. Yeah, I think maybe there's maybe the background's too distracting or it's a little too moody looking. Yeah. I don't know because there's a lot of. Bright, you said It's not it. as bright as like you look at the main headshots now out here, but I guess that's that's what they wanted. So they had more to, of a. Yeah, they put that on me. He said, "Hey, Jared, go tell your brother that uh, he sucks." Yeah, he, it's like do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like how <laughs> just
0: how about they just fucking at me instead? No, yeah. it's 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 like remember the first time we did a round of headshots and I was like, "Okay, this is what they look like," and then I was like, "Wait a minute, never mind." They don't want them in black and white. They don't want them just like this. They want to have actual real background. Let's go shoot that. Then we shot that, and they're like, "No, they don't like that either." So I don't know what the fuck they want.
2: Well, Nick, while yeah. you were gone, we were we'll discussing this. We were discussing this one scene from Rush Hour. We wanted to uh-huh. ask you about J- Jared. What scene was it?
1: Oh uh, well, no! It's the one thing that one of my favorite parts of that I thought of about Rush Hour one was the um, the guy from Ghostbusters two, the judge. Oh, the Scoleri brothers. The Scalari brothers, and he comes in. Um, I
0: gave him the chair.
1: Yeah, so I totally fear That's like probably my favorite. That's one of my favorite bits, just the fact that he's in Rush Hour 1. Rush Hour, yeah. He's also in, I think he's in Scarface. Yeah, he's also in Rush Hour 2. He's not even in Rush Hour 1, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> watch the damn movie.
2: Yeah. I've seen it got a hundred times. Got a film and movie podcast, doesn't even watch the movies. Unbelievable. So awesome movie. I, I got and a, we I'm fact working, check him and he fails.
0: I'm working like, yeah, I'm, I'm working like you 56 hours a week.
2: I know. You were gone. I said, hey, Nick hasn't...
1: Well, I didn't know what to talk about with Sal, so I said, hey, you know what? Let's let's come up with something <laughs> from one of the other movies and see if Nick picks up on the fact that he wasn't in that movie. No, it's he's real... like the main cop guy in, that like Lee is working for in Hong Kong.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Which, I don't real, know how he got
1: that job. Real jerk-off move on your guys' part. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Um, Sal has now had enough of the podcast and yeah. has
1: left... It's so interesting <laughs> to funny. think that this. It's crazy to think that this is a. Um, this, this is was, real. This was yeah. That this whole thing is real. Um,
2: this is the world we live in.
1: Hey, this isn't. This isn't. This hasn't gone off the rails as much as the sign episode. No, sign what was episode? that
2: episode? Can I ask you, like, what was Zach? What was Zach talking about that episode? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. As a, as a, just for like. As an episode of just like banter, it was a very good banter episode. Oh, it was filled yeah. with banter. I felt like At, I was just scrolling down a Twitter page that was trending signs and it was just all like him and other dumb <sighs> people that wanted to watch that movie. I as yeah. an episode about like
0: anything else, it was kinda of, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what I don't
2: know what it was. Talk about as, confusion. I, yeah, it's Lo- like. I loved like, every minute. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know it was I got great. a kick out
1: of it, yeah. Was I was awesome. slightly uncomfortable listening to it. And
2: I wanted. I expected to nothing less. Song, but, um. <laughs> That's why I don't listen to the episodes. And I love how, I love how they, you guys shouted out um, the little mini like stroke you had at the end of the, uh, the end of the episode when Zach just like lost it and went off the rails the one day that was, that was great. I love that like community, you know, between the yeah, brothers.
1: Got to bring it. Yeah. It's the brother, the brother's podcast. Whenever Zach's on it, it's, it makes a it's a completely different podcast.
2: Yeah, it's, I don't. I don't know. Know. The um, energy is is ramped up. I love it. The feng fun. shui yeah.
0: is always a little bit different when Zach gets yeah. on
2: the
1: episode. Um, it's a little sweet and sour when Zach's on. Sweet. That's, That's exactly. my review. That's my review. <laughs> <great> um, review. <laughs> um. So Sal, Nick, what are we at? What? How long have you been recording? Sixty-five minutes. Oh my god. Sixty-five minutes. So it's better time than ever to ask Sal. Why Rush Hour? You told us to watch it. This is a movie you always
2: want to come on the podcast and talk
1: about. Why Rush Hour? Yeah.
2: Um, I feel like it's like a really slept on movie today. I feel like a lot of like – when I was introduced to this movie like um, when I was younger, I feel like people that were – people now that are that age, they just don't get that same kind of movie humor. Like movies aren't made the same way. So everywhere I go, like at work and like – People don't know Rush Hour. Young people don't know it, so I always wanted to get on and talk about it because it was one of my favorite movies, and I just think it's, which you is know, weird because we're young people. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like um, young people. Yeah, like yeah. like you guys were like
0: five when it came out. Yeah, yeah. but like, this, like I mean
1: this movie doesn't. Also, this movie just doesn't exist anymore. No, this was a thirty-five or so million dollar budget movie. They don't make like if a movie's thirty-five million dollars now, like, they don't they don't really make that movie anymore. No. You know, they make hundred billion dollar, hundred million dollar movies and hope to make a billion dollars. You know what I mean? They don't make. Right. Yeah, that's that weird thing. They're like hope to make fifty or sixty. Exactly. Like, that that's like. like the... Can
2: you imagine that these kinds of movies are the ones that aren't making the cut anymore because the profit margin isn't enough? That's this what... was well, like for the time. It was the funniest thing. People talking mean. about like, it. like, hey, all we the can time. make this.
0: We can make this thirty-five million dollar movie. We'll hope to make two hundred and fifty. It'll be a profit on it. They're like, right? Mm,
1: no. And like the only the only time now is like, oh, we're gonna make Rush Hour 4 is rumored. Thirteen years later, or yeah. thirteen years after Rush Hour Three, and it's just like, oh, let's bring this thing back. They talked I'll, about
2: making Rush Hour a television show too. They did. Well, it that was, was, it, 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 that was. It, it was, and it was bad. Did it? We were, did it air? Did it? Was there ever? Yeah, an it was on. I, mean, I don't think it
1: lasted a season. I was actually when I did the Warner. I think the, maybe Nick we was were on the set. Yeah, the yeah the Warner Brothers. I was talking to Zach about it because we were on the Warner Brothers uh, lot doing the tour, and we were on the set of Rush Hour. And
2: I it wasn't sure Chris Tucker, which... was it?
0: No.
1: No, 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 no. It's it's it's, it's
0: no. It's we spent more time like on the weapon. set.
1: They have Lethal Weapon too. <laughs> that lasted a little bit longer, which is insane because the two main leads of that show aren't even and right. yeah aren't even there anymore oh this year uh, yeah rush hour didn't last because i think there was no chemistry the chem the chemistry was lacking in the leads and it just didn't work
2: i'm reading something here imdb um says that rush hour 4 was in the works as of october 2017 it was in pre-production that's the last time any news has been reported about it yes i mean it's not happen until it
1: gets out of pre-production. Until it gets into, like, the, it's not guaranteed to happen. Especially they when also, really going on. It's like, there's the an enough, time.
0: there's, but there's, all sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but there's that more got, reason yeah. for it to happen, because look at the success of of Bad Boys for Life, which yeah. surprisingly was a great v- movie. Was, was Yes. I enjoyed that. It was funny, because the trailer was so bad, and a lot yeah. of, like, I went to go see it with Kate, because fucking Bad Boys 2 was my shit. My shit. So I'm like, let's just go see it. And That's we did, bad. and I'm like, sure. And I'm like, wow, this is like a competent movie that doesn't have to slap you in the face with the stuff from the other ones. There's references nope. to some things, but overall, it's a good also, action Michael movie. Also, Michael didn't make it. Yeah, good I action loved, movie. I love like, the infusion
2: for... of, of like, the younger like, team there, too, and his like, kid and everything else. Yeah, that,
0: that worked out. And I think that with the success of that, when you look at something like this, you go, okay, an older kind of comedy action franchise, it could still work.
1: Yeah, and, I, admittedly, that was one I slept on. I didn't. I didn't go see it, and now like, you should. I can't even go to the movies anymore. So, uh, I mean, I'll eventually. Watch, I'll watch it when it comes out on HBO Go. It was. It was, you know, it was funny though, because yeah, but even. But the thing is, it's a shame that as what well, I've never been a huge Bad Boys fan. Um, based on the trailer, it also looked like they were recycling a lot of the elements of the second one, with you know, like Martin Lawrence is leaving, <laughs> and then it's Will Smith saying yo one last ride like that was that was that was the plot of bad boys 2
0: yeah which is what was um, funny because a lot of like the good reviews of it were like oh i kind of put off seeing this because of how right. bad the trailer was and i watched it and i was like why didn't they market this movie different because it's one yeah. of it might be the best script of the, the three, three movies yeah. yeah
1: um and it's a, but it's also a shame that it was this wasn't a sure hit because now they're making a fourth one which should be called bad boys, bad boys for, for life, life. Which is that's but, the problem. Like, yeah, like that's now the, we, Yeah, that's what the name should be for this next one. But like obviously they're just called Bad Boys for Life, it's a final it's one more movie, but like right. but because it was such a big success, hey, let's make more.
2: How many um, how many movies do you make like in a series like that until you're just beaten beaten a dead horse?
1: Well it depends, because I mean you look at like Fast and Furious, there was four oh, God, movies please. and then five rebooted it and made it better, and then they made Four more, and then they have a spin off. <laughs> there was what I think a Crystalia tweet was like, Hobbs and Shaw is so funny because it's basically just a movie presenting another movie. Yeah, that's what yeah, so it is. Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, it's, like, it's a movie it's, franchise it's, introducing another movie. Um, if you ever want to talk was, about
2: that series, please let me know because I have so we did many do, I mean, we did hot Fast take five opinions. Early,
1: yeah, I think yeah. Fast Five was the first, was Our, like the second episode we did.
0: Correct. They're so um, bad
1: they're not though they're not bad
0: they're not bad bad. they're not bad why you think they're bad is because here's the thing here's the thing you think they're bad because like i've said before Car guys and horse girls are the same thing.
3: <laughs> so you
0: watch Fast Five, and you cannot get over that they shift to forty fucking gears as they're going down the road. It's but hard. The movie's not about how the fucking car works, Sal. It's not it's, about it's, how it's, the car works. Just like people, the LAPD does not go. hmm, Rush hour, terrible. That's not how police procedure goes forward. Cause that would be fucking stupid. Because it's a fucking movie. So to not like the Fast and the Furious movies because you go, I can't believe
2: they drove the GT like that. There's no way it's handling no, an accelerating not even, would have been not correct. Even, not even from an engine, automotive engineering standpoint. What's the fucking standpoint? I, I just... They're just not... I liked... um what was it i liked tokyo drift that was my favorite one out of all of them and i know you're i'm gonna get some kind of like bombastic reaction from you look no, it's
0: tokyo drift fucking rules <laughs> it's bad <laughs> it was but it's like the best it's the best bad one
2: it's the best one to me and the early ones when um when like they had the charger or the challenger and the supra and like han was in them like that i appreciated and i enjoyed like the theatrical value of it and then as they got a little further along, like in five, what was that? That was the one where they drive on the ice and they're like in Antarctica and they have that big No, that's tank. like that's like seven. Is that what seven? Five I, is the one in the like,
0: favela in Brazil.
2: Alright, the ice one, seven, whatever it is. I I I really just couldn't I couldn't deal with Dom going to jail every other movie or Letty like losing her memory five times a scene. Like it just it just wasn't for me anymore. I don't know. It just and I did. I hated how they shifted up through forty-five gears in a car that had three. And there you know you what? I don't I fucking, think I'm so. I, I, I don't think I, I'm so wrong I, to think that.
0: I fucking knew we were getting there at some point. I knew at some point. We you want to give it
2: ten gears? Do ten, not forty. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, and I they knew. ruin these cars. They ruin these. They go out, right? And you talk about movie budgets. They go out and they spend. $100 million just on a fleet of vehicles to modify and use for these movies, and they destroy them. I I sweat bullets spending $500 on a new set of brakes and calipers for my 1990 Mazda Miata, and these guys are busting up cars that should be in a museum. It's unbelievable. Who put say, these people in charge?
0: Look at, look at you. I, I tried to call you out on it. And you, you you diverted to no, it's not about that. It's it's that it's, it's the oh Jared's now stepping back in. So Jared, real quick, because I called him out that on the car. I called him out on the enough. car guy thing. And then what he did yeah. was diverted to no, it's not that. It's it's the plot's not for me. <laughs> but once he got to the end of his horse shit, the plot's not for me. That's Excuse. Good. I couldn't do he it. The plot's and, about cars. He no, <laughs> it's no, not about no, cars. No. He went it's about it's about family. jail time.
2: No, memory, but what, <laughs> memory loss and jail time, that's what Jared, it's about. So,
0: so what you missed was he got through all of that, paused, and then went, and also, you shouldn't shift 45 <laughs> times in a car that has three gears. Okay, maybe 10's fine. And then he went on a whole rant about how he sweats bullets when he has to buy $500 worth of brakes and calipers, and they buy cars that should be in museums
2: just to trash them. Anyway. Oh like, they, the fact that they had to, like, put hydraulics under the car, in the, the the challenger to make it do that cool wheelie scene no 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 like gone at 60 seconds that's the kind of uh car movie that's I'm the into. worst
0: movie ever of, of all time Ange- the angelina jolie nick cage got in 60 seconds
2: no the like original, the original the original okay the original you ever watch uh days of thunder too with uh, an aspar movie of, with tom cruise well, Day- tommy cruise yeah, like those are the kinds of car movies I'm into. I don't know. Maybe it's just a little. Tall Dark and Nice, The of Ricky Bobby. Up. Oh my God! Please. On, what so, up?
0: so Cinema. real quick, what were six seconds? So sa- yeah. Go ahead, oh Jerry. You got something?
1: Because no, I'm, I'm No, looking. I just, I just, I was just, a, I had went to the bathroom because I saw that this what was happening.
2: That imminent train wreck coming.
1: And I don't, and I don't feel too much either way. Like Fast I'll put
2: it, furious. I'll put it to you this way: Fast and so, Furious. So I'm like, is, I'm not
1: going to bring anything to it. It's it's I, just the like fifth, the the fifth one's pretty good. Like it's I, like uh, the Forza. Like, oh, I, it's,
2: a... it's the Forza Horizon challenges. If you've ever played that game, like when they race the hoverboat and they race the train and they race the jet, that's every one of those movies, and it's bullshit. Yeah,
1: but I mean, you can do that. Those movies have kind of mastered the ludicrousness, no pun intended. Oh my god. I didn't mean to do that. It really
0: really was <laughs> not intended. By the way, I will um, back you up. You didn't. Cause as soon as you said it, I saw your face and it was like, oh boy.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Um, you know, like they didn't – like they mastered that but also kind of – you know, there's good elements of it. It doesn't seem – like like you watch – I saw the movie Hobbs and Shaw, which is the same elements that you're complaining about on like the scale with Fast and Furious, except that movie doesn't work. That movie kind of sucks because everything yeah. else around it is not great. Whereas like Fast and Furious kind of has a coherent sort of Which is going. It's thread.
0: funny because that was almost one of the praises of Bad Boys 3. was like they knew if you're going to go a direction for action, go kind of a Fast and the Furious direction of action. Yeah. Not so ridiculous, yeah. but certain elements of it because that's kind
1: of what works right now. Yeah. Imagine Rush Hour does that. Imagine, Imagine so Rush Hour start
2: spending money on cars. That'd yeah. be crazy.
1: Well, what were you going to say, Nick? You had a point you were going to make. I don't know. Right. Well, the out. thing. Well, yeah. Rush <laughs> Hour. That's not going to be. That's not going to be something that Rush Hour. That's not the formula that works for Rush Hour. No. I think what what's buddy cool, cop scene comedy. No, and you have to. You have to make it. You got to make it like a Jackie Chan movie. You know, like mm-hmm. Jackie Chan, the Jackie Chan formula that works so well. You know, in his own movies, but also. In Rush Hour is like, Jackie Chan is a better fighter than everyone. You know, he's one of the, like, you know, he's the best guy around. Yes. Um, and what's so interesting about his fight sequences are they're like, all right, it's Jackie Chan. It's Lee fighting basically with one arm tied around his back. Yep. You know, in the end of this movie, he's trying to save all the artifacts while beating the guys up, while holding Which everything is, up. Like, that
0: shit is incredible
1: it's so fun it's so interesting and it's even and they even have comedy in it when he finally saves the one thing and then the machine gun plays <laughs> through it yeah What's I know it? yeah shit oh, uh, like that's just what that's just like the, those type of fights even in just even just prop fights the way he uses different like pieces of furniture or in the billiards hall when he uses you know when he's fighting those guys and how he uses he's fucking you know, good man he, it's really, just, he really he's is the best. It's a,
0: he's incredible
1: he's so good um and then if you have just the Chris, the Chris Tucker character, and he's Chris Tucker or Agent Carter is an insane human person. <laughs> That's my note there, Carter. Personification, is insane, yeah. The personification
2: like, of everything that Chris Tucker is just put on and one. And just his
1: overconfidence when he comes into you know, like when he goes into the the FBI, like meet the FBI for the first time, and he's asking their own questions. And then at the end, when he's always wanted to be on the FBI finally he even complains when he gets there about their applications taking a long time to go through because he's completely oblivious to what this actually is before they explain <laughs> it to him um, and then at the end they offer him they offer him a badge you will get a badge I don't, first of all I don't know if that's, if that's how this works anyway but he's going on vacation when you come back we'll have an FBI badge waiting for you I got an idea take that badge show yes yeah all yes. of yes I'm
2: yes. yes. LAPD <laughs>
1: I'm LAPD I love it um, so yeah, I don't know if the, the the bad boys for life or the fast and Furious is where no, 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 the, no, no. I don't.
0: No, I. I don't think it's the way
2: for. Uh, and I'm not for, saying that's for this, to go. Sort of a this to go. This whole thing like just came with. to be from like how many movies is too many movies, and I. I, for, I love the rush hour series, but the fourth one I can't imagine is going to be better than the first or the second one. So for me, like if, if it was up to me, there would be no more. Like there would be, well, like you say, be the you say. It's. Three.
0: Rush Hour 3 makes Rush Hour 2 look like Rush Hour 1. Right. I guess yes. so. So The, so the age-old age say. Same. Yeah, as we've always um, said. No, I, I mean, no, it's, it is an interesting question, though, because you look at it like, um, look at Mission Impossible can oh keep going. Um, right, that was another forever. one I was going to bring up, before
1: the Fast and Furious thing came debacle. up. Yeah. They did the two Mission Impossibles. First then one after a is
0: Brian Singer. Another problematic No, it's
1: director. not. Is it's it Brett Brian Ratner? De, it's Brian De Palma. No, Brian De Palma. No. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, you have uh, Was been. They're Yeah. So off mic, Nick was, we were talking about how we talk about a Brett Ratner movie without really talking about Brett Ratner, except Nick was talking about it as if it was Brian Singer. Both pieces of shit <laughs> with names started with BR, so we get that. And now another Brian comes in the mix and you have just labeled, you just blacklisted Brian De Palma. <laughs> Um, oh it's not good. Yeah, Nick is, is canceled. canceled. Nick, Nick yeah. is
2: canceled. Nick is over. It's a. It's done.
0: Because so here's the thing. Je- like I gotta. Oh boy, fucking uh,
1: off the rails. Off the rails. Um, well, the mission. So the Mission Impossible thing is interesting too, because I mean that's also just down to. Um, that's just down to also Tom Cruise as a movie star. You know, we talked a little bit about, like, career trajectories and how it's interesting how that goes. But, like, so they make, what, Mission Impossible? When did Mission Impossible come out? It came out in 96. Then you have the sequel, John Woo, four years later in 2000.
0: Not good. Yeah, that's, I don't
1: uh, enjoy that's any the of worst those one. Films. I don't know if I've actually... I've what? Just, it's a piece See, here we go. I didn't like
2: Mission Impossible.
1: Okay, well, we're going to get into were, that now. They were okay. Um, they were okay.
2: But it's just not my favorite movie, that's all.
1: Well, I mean, you, but I, I think... First off, I think the first couple, yeah, I agree with that. And then the third I'm one, J.J. Abrams reboots it with six years later um, with Mission Impossible 3, and he, he does I a good job of kind of rebooting it. And then, but it's then it's another five years later where they're doing Ghost Protocol, and when they're developing that movie, it's not even clear that Tom Cruise is going to be their guy going forward. Yeah, the right. new guys going to be like Jeremy of, Renner. So it was going to be Jeremy Renner, and then you know, Wasn't after he... talks? I think with like Christopher McQuarrie and stuff like that. It's like you got to stick with Tom Cruise. You got to go with Tom Cruise. He's your guy. So they had to end up rewriting Jeremy Renner's character, and his character is kind of, it's it, it, his plot is a little weird in Mission Impossible: uh, Ghost Protocol, just because of that. The rewrite they, it was basically going to be passing of the mantle and like yeah. Tom Cruise. But then that movie was such a success. Then they make Rogue Nation another success. And then I'd argue that Fallout, which came out two years ago, is the best Mission Impossible movie and one of the best action movies of the past decade. Yep. And now they have two more coming out. Like, it's just revitalized. And that one, I think that's a better. We, my, I, I prefer those over the Fast and the Furious movies. And I think. Yeah. Even, yeah, if, yeah. One, even if one's reboot and re, like, revitalization was stronger than the other, I, I don't know which one I would say is which I think. The Fallout movies are, are, or Mission Impossible movies are are better and a great example of how, like... But, like, there's eight. We're expecting eight, and it doesn't feel tired at this point. It did for a little bit, but then they reboot. That's what
0: I'm saying. When they keep reinventing it is when, you know, when it gets... uh, You you don't get that whole... You don't get bored of it.
2: It doesn't get stale after they reboot it. But it's It's
0: like, you look at... I mean, I know, like, James Bond was books, and that whole series, they've had original stuff, but with that all, you know, they just keep switching the actor who plays the character so i don't know if down the road you're going to get mission impossible where ethan hunt is someone else right like you said it's going to be a different person or um you know those kind of like those kind of long franchises that just keep going and keep going and and i understand when you get like oh this is getting tired but if they can reinvent it and it works
2: still and fucking why not you mentioned 007 do you like daniel craig's 007 cuz yeah. there's been some there's been some controversy in like in public I mean about no matter it, I what like I like those movies a lot
1: I love him I love him as 007 I love him as yeah. James Bond. Um He's awesome. but but there there's I think there's two really excellent movies in there and then two very Not okay excellent movies. Like Too Spectra I- and or Spectre, Quantum and, of Solsters and Quantum and Quantum of Solace. I argue. I don't know which one is worse. I'd argue I like Skyfall more. So Spectre seemed worse to me than Quantum Solace did, uh, following, you know, Casino Royale. Um, but I think like Skyfall is exactly Skyfall is my favorite James Bond movie. Yeah. I haven't. I've already, I probably haven't seen enough of them. But but that one soundtrack is, is unbeatable. Is so good. Yeah. When they had Adele. When they had a
2: Dell do Skyfall, and that's yeah. when the trailer came out. Cinematography is amazing.
1: Um, there, so there's also, I mean, I'm, I'm excited I'd be, it's, for the next one, No Time to Die. Um, I'm worried about it though. I mean, like a lot of it seems like it's based off of Spectre, which I didn't like. It is, um, but maybe way. they could perfect it. And it seems like that's kind of gone through a lot of, you know, rewrites and stuff like that. And there was rumors that I'd heard rumors that um, when it first initially shut down because of COVID-19, that was kind of just their, ex- not necessarily, not necessarily that they wouldn't release it yet. But part of it was like not just because of that, but also because they might want to rework some of it, um, and they needed more time. Which that could like it. you
0: know that could be their blessing in disguise, kind of like the Tom Cruise ankle break in Mission Impossible Fallout. Broke his ankle, or, they couldn't film um, for however many weeks it was, yeah. and they they went back and looked at what they had They'd already go back shot with the footage. Looked at same the thing happened in and... Force Awakens
1: with JJ Abrams when Harrison Ford broke his leg. Yep, they were able to go yeah. back and kind of look at it, and he kind of knew some changes they that did. He needed to make made some yeah. great um but what do you think like what do you think because so rush hour rush hour is like the first american movie um that jackie chan then he goes on like, a fucking that's like the big thing role. then like yeah yeah like then you have like he's in shanghai shanghai Knights. noon with oh, great oh, movies and then shanghai it's almost the same shanghai thing Nights. as rush hour though right as i'm saying like they it's the a similar gimmick. formula yeah. Right, he does that for a while. Then he has his own solo movies like *The Medallion* or *The Tuxedo*. He
2: oh, I have that movie on DVD. But great he movie, gets... *The Tuxedo* or the yeah *The Tuxedo*. No.
0: Then he gets the show. Then he
1: gets the, the show. The car- the cartoon.
0: Oh,
2: Oh, that's right. right. Yeah,
1: that was on. WWE, I remember right? that. Right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. *Jackie Chan Adventures*. Yes, yeah. like that, that was a right? great show. The grandpa right. on that show was the best yeah but that's
0: right I mean. it's like. That. look at by the way real quick jackie chan's um imdb page also has announced shanghai dawn yeah i'm looking at that now wow wow you're i can't believe you did that that's like a wow. ludic that was i caught it i got gotcha. you
1: yeah did you see the tiktok that's the was? there was a tiktok and the guy was like yo do you hear like owen wilson is like living in other people's houses and dressing up so he can be disguised as other people. And the guy was like, oh, wow. And he was like, yeah, what did you say? Classic. <laughs> so that's, that's our movie theater. TikToks, TikToks
2: are our movie theaters now. Oh, no, no, please. I honestly can't wait for the quarantine to be over. So TikTok like, kind of gears back just a little bit. No, and do you baby. see
1: who the? Do you see who the director the the li- the director they have lined up for Shanghai Dawn? Is the director Lang. we're going to? No, is Jared Hass the director we're going to be talking about soon in this miniseries because he directed Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, and Nacho Libre, and Nacho oh, Libre. I, see. I don't know where um, I know the name from. But, but yeah, I mean, like, what do you think? The, so, like that formula. Like, like we said, the, the Jackie Chan American action film, whether it's a solo like Tuxedo or um, Medallion, or if it's like a two-hander with like like Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights, around it. the world in 80 Days, Like, what do you think the best version of this is? Is Rush Hour the best version of it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. No question. It's the first version of it with Jackie Chan. It's the best version. And Chris Tucker just—they complement each other so well mm-hmm. in all the films. I just like Shanghai Noon and all those movies are a close second. But I, do I just personally feel like, like he has the, the best uh, chemistry. Yeah. With Chris I did Tucker. like the
1: I did like Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. I personally enjoyed just, those. I haven't seen. It I have love the Western but,
2: aspect. That's cool to yeah. me. Yeah. Um. And the
1: second one takes place in London, so obviously. Yeah. Sign me Yeah. Very cool. There was there was cool. another. Yeah, like I mean, I remember the one movie I had, I believe I have on DVD out here was what the Forbidden Kingdom with uh, yeah Jet Li, but Jet that's, Li. that's definitely a different different formula. Um, and then also a couple of years ago, he came out like out of nowhere, he came out with what the Foreigner, The Foreigner, yeah, where he's like this old dad who wants people to like, um, I don't know if his his daughter's killed, in an act
2: of terrorism, and he like See, wants to get revenge, and he's sort of just doing Jackie Chan. Shit. Those those revenge style movies, like all I ever can think about is like Taken. So you talk about The Foreigner, and all I think about is that same dynamic that's in Taken, where it's you did this to my family, now I'm gonna do this to you. And Which all that is is I just I just, just get on board with that.
0: That's all that's doing is that's just building off of every movie Harrison Ford made. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's like the Harrison
1: Ford, like there was like the Mel Gibson movies that were Mel like, Gibson
0: was in there. Yeah. yeah. That, but like no, it's it's funny too because those are the kind of weird uh when you talk about how many is too many like they did 3 takens but also when that was going on then it was Liam Neeson was your action hero thing so you had that and then you have like what is it the commuter and you had a the bunch computer, of just, a bunch yeah, of yes, Liam like Neeson movies that were or something like that all yeah. these like action type movies that he was uh doing because it, and it, it worked, and that's that kind of thing where it's like, "Oh, this, this was taken was cheap to make." It made this money back, so let's just do another one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that weird uh, like Blumhouse does that. That's their whole thing. Paranormal activity costs however many you know thousand dollars to make. It makes millions and millions and millions, and now they go, perfect now, you know, now we have enough money to make something higher budget let's put right. out these small budget horror films that are guaranteed to make their money back we turn to profit take that money put it towards this it's it's i
2: don't know it sounds it's like a finance lesson to me you know mm.
1: it's the movies
2: baby yeah movies, baby yeah. so I, rush hour has investors.
1: played rush hour is a movie that has played at the new beverly
0: The new Bev, baby. Come on. Yeah,
1: it's on this list on Letterboxd. New Beverly Cinema Films by Quentin Tarantino. Every feature film on the program of the New Beverly Cinema since Quentin Tarantino took over as programmer. Oh, that's pretty cool. You're going to have to explain to me what
2: exactly that is. I don't know. The New
1: Beverly is an old theater out here. It was the Beverly Cinema that Quentin Tarantino bought. And he now, used
0: to like just finance it, kind of. It was kind of like right. as, lo- as long as I'm making money, the New Beverly will be open. And then eventually he bought it. But I think the original family that owned it still kind of runs it.
2: That's cool. And mm.
0: they only play 35 millimeter or oh, film, that's awesome. film film, film he, prints of uh, movies, and a lot of them are from his personal collection.
2: Not as, is, yeah. not as not as up to date on all these California things, you know. Just gotta yeah. uh, really catch get up to speed. I on it.
1: I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood there. Um, not when when it first came out I went and saw it at AMC Um, when it first came out and then when Nikki moved out here and she hadn't seen it yet I said well let's go I want to go to this theater and you want to see this movie so let's go watch it so they had a couple bonus like things as a part of it so it was really cool
2: that's cool watching a Quentin Tarantino movie in Quentin Tarantino's theater can't go wrong right exactly Um, so I mean we're what I I, what do you I
0: nothing I was
2: Ugh. don't go back to Fast and Furious for the love of God. No, 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 no,
0: i not. I was trying to figure out where I got this whole entire Mission Impossible Brian Singer thing. Oh, God. And I realized where I got it from. No, no, because... Oh, good, yeah. Chris, yeah, bring Chris, Bryan Singer back up. No. Yeah, Chris, bring that back, Chris, back up again. Macquarie, backpedaling, backpedaling. Christopher McQuarrie won his Oscar for writing The Usual, usual Suspect Suspects, which is directed by Brian Singer. That's where that came from. And I think Singer also directed... Yes, he did. He directed Valkyrie which is also Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie being involved in it. That's, that's where that
1: was. And the guy's name is
0: Brian.
2: Okay. Good. And yeah, exactly. right. a Brian's floating around. Not in heads, as insane, you know? not as insane. Um, it's restoring sanity. That's what we do here on this show, right? Yes, we do. In a Time and of pure insanity.
1: Yeah. Um, and with, you know, rush hour as we, as we gear towards the end here, um, you know it's it's what so the sequel the sequel that comes about of rush hour is basically where we leave off the first one right like the first one they got the plane they're going the, the to vacation yeah and of course but the movie came out what like 4 years later 3 or 4 years later chris tucker looks completely a, different
2: it's a very long has a com-
1: yeah he has a completely different hair style um um, even though we're, we're to be led to believe, have you do you, like look at because he, he, this is the only movie he looks like that. Like look at I, Chris Tucker. Like look at I, Chris, type in Rush Hour Two. He looks completely different. He apparently looked like that after his flight. I, um, I love that. that they're,
2: I like, love they're
0: like, hey, let's do this movie. Like perfect. What should we do? We're like, it's just when they got off the plane for the first one. Like four years ago, they're like, no problem.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
2: They should yeah. do like a mini series about what happened during the four years, like Lost, like Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker in Lost the reboot, you know, <laughs> which is about what happened that during the That would be the flight. worst. That'd, that'd be so <laughs> Be the, worst, the worst, worst thing ever. That
1: would be a television show on ABC that got canceled after two <laughs> episodes. I'm gonna go ahead and write
0: that down. Yeah, go ahead, cut that out, please. Um, uh, Sal is dumb, off kilter, off oh, <laughs> kilter. Um, oh man, this has been a good time. This has been something. Been how many? How
2: many times did you have to write stuff down?
0: Uh, that's the fourth note. Oh, wow. that's not bad. That's not, not bad. bad. How At many all.
2: notes? What's what's the average number of notes? Oh, that's a good question. That's actually I don't know the answer to that.
0: Let's see. I don't know if this is if this notebook here is the usual notes notebook. Um.
2: Or should I ask see, uh, how many?
0: No, because like a lot of times, like here's uh. Let's see, what is Okay How many
2: notes were in signs?
0: Like none. (laughs) Like like this is these are notes before the Call Me By Your Name episode, right? Oh wow. But but then if like you'll look at it here, like there's a timestamp. So at thirty three minutes and forty seconds something happened that needed to be. Yeah, he
1: after he did that he's like, Hey, so I have this written down and he had to ask me what happened. Oh, okay. like you wrote it down. You write it down so you don't forget what it is. I luckily yep. remembered. I forget what it is now. but
0: Here's something here. Another time stamp there. That, I guess three, maybe?
2: Yeah. You guys should do an episode just about your production process for the podcast it's... to prepare for a show. Although, you know, I It would be a two-minute episode. <laughs> I, uh, look at, here you go. Yeah.
0: La La Land. Here's a couple notes. Started 23 seconds. Uh, at 13 minutes and 57 yes. seconds. Adam broke it is the note. I don't know what happened, but he broke it. And then yeah, I at 21 minutes and 35 seconds, the note is Jared is illegal. So what <laughs> happens is I write these notes and I know what they mean. Then when I go to edit the episode, I look at him and I go, I have no I fucking clue what any of this means.
1: Yeah. I know what that one means. I know Jared is illegal means. Oh um, yeah. I, I, I remember. You're supposed to edit it out, but you never did. So uh, it's, of course. That. it's still in that episode. <laughs> um, it was just me talking about how I watched the for the first
0: time illegally by the way la, la land is streaming tonight actually on youtube for free
1: oh cool Maybe oh like just much? just tonight, or
0: it's yeah it's tonight it's watch movies at home with Lionsgate. whoever put the movie out it's you could tweet about it like a live tweet we have to, to them.
1: we have to re we might have to re-promote uh our la, la land episode probably should marketing i know. mean because i mean this episode isn't coming out for another couple of days so we have the time to do that um Look, yeah, Sal, think, this
0: is it's yeah. a this is a big production. I
2: yes, I know. So I'm good. always I'm always uh, overwhelmed to come on of this, on the program. Yeah. You know, I'm, the, the bright spotlight obviously, you know. Makes me sweat. Yeah, yeah. What can I say?
1: And you keep us on our toes. We love to, you know, we watch like I'm interested to see the trajectory of you as a guest on this podcast where it goes. We've watched I mean, honestly, Seinfeld, like, we've watched Rush Hour. I'm I, interested to see what
2: else we watch. I feel like I feel like the different the different humors that I appreciate um, will certainly take these conversations in trailblazing direction.
0: Which, you know, like, I I also think the thing is, is that normally, with Jared, obviously you're in California. Normally, this is like, it's been a long time since I've seen Sal. Like, I saw yeah. Sal, we went out to eat, like, right before the quarantine, mm-hmm. everything started. Right,
1: You. yeah, that's when you sneezed at the check, right? I did, and they and everyone were not, like, everyone, everyone <laughs> was like, I almost Check, got, oh uh, yeah, yeah! Almost got knifed up <laughs> in the
0: Chegg. Um But usually there's a point where I would see Sal, or we yes. Xbox, and we talk more. I haven't talked to Sal in like
2: yeah, a little over a month. So to yeah, yeah, invite you to Xbox Live parties and you don't ever answer them. So yeah, or, you yeah, know, I, yeah, I was Warzone. You know,
1: I was in the Warzone
2: game. Yeah, man, yeah, unreal. Uh, but we did realize,
1: Sal, we will be playing. I will be playing Call of Duty with you with you boys soon because I have PlayStation Four and there's cross-platform for Warzone. So, so it's gonna it. be
0: me, Sal, it'll be me, you,
2: Jared, and Zach. That'll be major, awful, we'll come in last. Major we'll
1: stop
2: major ston- <laughs> 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 We won't even make it in the top 20. We won't even drop out of the
0: plane. Yeah,
2: I will hide oh on the border of the storm until the end of the game and then get killed by some 12 so, year old.
0: I mean, so here's the most, so Sal, you kind of said your thing about, I don't know, you're not sure about how you feel about them doing a rush hour
2: four. I mean, what if, if it's yeah, up what to what me, I don't- What does rush hour four look like? I don't want it to look, it look like be, three.
1: Right, like, don't, like, don't give me... Oh, let's do Rush Hour, but in Paris. Like, just give me... You know, don't force-feed
2: me, me the previous three I don't even know
1: what you could do. Like, these guys aren't ever going to work... Like, it was such... It was bullshit that they worked together in the first place. Yeah. It's a bullshit assignment anyway that just happens to work out, and the FBI handles it so poorly that it just geared... Like, Lee and Carter kind of just take matters into their own hands. And then the second one, they're on vacation. Yeah. And then, what, the third one? Oh, like the council's the council Han's back and he gets yeah. shot by he gets and killed. it's like least like i don't know what your story i don't know what the story is so i
0: time. looked up to see what the notes were on and on imdb and i discovered a funnier <laughs> funnier die parody that is uh from 2015 okay it's a three minute parody trailer it's called rush hour four face off two <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a parody trailer for okay. the sequels of both rush hour four and face off classic uh,
1: incredible incredible uh, um, right. yeah so Rush Hour before we let you go Sal what we do on this on this year podcast especially in this mini series is and I, I I think I'm gonna regret asking this question I'll try um, to
2: make you not regret it
1: we come up with we try and ask our guests what a double feature would be so we like to discuss movies that we watch and what's a movie and what's a movie that you want to watch directly after this And I feel like you're just going to tell me Rush Hour 2 or 3. I'm hoping you give me something a little bit different. What's a movie that you can sort of make a companion of this that's unrelated to it? But it is related Um, to it in some way. Not directly, though.
2: um, All right, you're going to have to help me because names aren't my thing. Hold on, let me do a quick search here. Yeah, just describe
1: the movie. We'll guess it. And I'll tell you the Rotten Tomato score.
2: Oh, it's gonna be low. Um, do you remember Wild Wild West with uh, Will Smith? Oh my God! <laughs> <Yeah>. Wild <laughs> Wild West with Will
1: Smith. I think that has like a fourteen on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: That's a film I feel that or you an eight. Watch after. It's either
1: eight or fourteen. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, I ha- hopefully I get this right because you know I I did talk up my ability to do this.
2: That's a film that um, I would watch after this. Um, it's also a film that I've wanted to watch during the quarantine. Uh, You know,
1: what I said, I said 14. It has a 17 bombastic,
2: (laughs) manic and largely
1: laugh free. Wild Wild West is a bizarre misfire in which greater care was lavished upon the special effects than on the script.
0: That that's when that's when Will Smith, they said, hey, bud, we got this movie called The Matrix. And he said, "Hmm, not for me. Wild Wild West, bud. Kevin Klein Oh that is him. true.
1: I can't believe it. Yeah, yep. Barry Sonnenfeld. Well cuz he worked with well he, yep. well cuz it's with Barry Sonnenfeld who he'd worked with before, right? On Men in Black.
2: Oh, lordy. Yep. Be. So Barry Sonnenfeld. You know, Men in Black. Ready I'm going to hope that experience. was I hope that wasn't a totally disappointing answer for you. <laughs> no, I, I
1: I am I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> Do I love <laughs> the movie? No. Movie no. is bad. It's not but. a good
2: movie, but it's I don't know. I always like that, that movie. For so he did doing. men.
1: in... Did he do
0: the second Men in Black also? Okay. Real Barry quick, Sonnenfeld. Yeah, because here's the yeah. He, here's the the fun fact about uh, Barry Sonnenfeld. Cinematographer for. You ready?
1: All oh, right. He he was oh, cinematographer
0: he, yeah. for Blood Simple, which is for the Coens. So before Deacons came in, they had him. Did he did Blood Simple with them? He did Raising Arizona. Uh he did Miller's Crossing, uh going out of the Coens, He's done Misery, big, throw mama from the train. Not a bad little career.
1: No, he has an interesting career. Um yeah, started off with, yeah I, f- I forgot he started off as a as a cinematographer and then sort of got into it. So that's really... your so
0: so that's your back to back, your double feature
2: yeah. rush hour and wild, and wild, wild, west. wild west. Don't sleep on it. Wow! No, we, it was either that or Shanghai. The Shanghai movies, the Shanghai Noon. I like that, but I feel like that's too similar. It's you know the same kind of buddy cop kind of deal. But I would yeah, I, I mean to I would, a little off yeah, there.
1: Yeah, I, I've anyway. I've kind of gone to book with these. A lot of mine are similar. So like probably the Shanghai, like Shanghai Noon or Shanghai. Noon. I would probably do Shanghai Nights just because I like that one more. Right. Uh, but Wild Wild West. That is an excellent choice. It's a real that. That's a that's real, a real good choice. That's going. That's, that's going. That's a awesome. real and. And on my letterbox, I, you know, I make, I make these, I make, I make a list of them. I have a list of what we have so far. Is that going to go on the list? It's going on it. Oh oh, yeah, of course. um, What do I got? QTV double feature. We have stuff like Moonlight and the Florida Project, Blind Spotting, Sorry to Bother You, Call Me by Your Name, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, La La Land, Casablanca. Well, those the bottom, the bottom. Four that I just listed; those were my personal. I think Nick and and our guests have also had different ones to go along with it. But I'm I like yours so much. I am adding it. I am putting. Yeah. Well, I'm, Rush I'm Hour. Honored, blessed, and wild, wild. That wild, is, wild, wild west. That's oh. good, man.
0: <sighs> what was your jar? Do you have one
1: for Rush Hour? It would. Yeah. Pr- I mean, it would probably be Shanghai Nights.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I would say Money Talks because it's Chris Tucker. Yeah. Chris Tucker.
1: Fifth Element would be one you could do. I you thought could, Friday could,
2: would have been a good one, too.
0: You could also, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, any of those buddy cops you could put together with it. You know what I mean? You could do Rush Hour in Lethal Weapon 3.
2: Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Beverly Hills Cop comes to mind, yeah. What about, well, okay, here we go. This is what I'm going to go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Rush Hour
1: and Blue Streak. Ah, Blue Streak. Luke Wilson okay. back again. Luke,
0: that's what I mean. The guy keeps fucking coming back. We've talked.
1: We've talked about Luke Wilson a whole lot on this podcast.
0: <laughs> the uh, yeah, that's my. That would be my ridiculous double feature. I love it.
1: Do you know what we should do? Do you know what we should make? What? We should make a graphic. For this episode, and it should be, like, the Rush Hour poster, but it should be, like, the Black Panther poster with Mark Freeman in big letters. <laughs> yeah. And it's just Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. <laughs>
2: who's not even in the movie.
0: Actually, what it should be is it should be, like, the Lethal Weapon 3 poster, which would be Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker standing, and just, like, a little touch of Wilson coming through and where Pesci is.
1: Yeah, that's an insane movie poster. Okay,
0: okay, 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 oh, okay. gosh. Come on, Leo gets uh, That's the role he won his Oscar for. It's not. It's not. (laughs) It's not. But I mean, you never know. Maybe. No, it. it, You never know. No. Imagine if all Oscar news and media was lost from the world, and the only thing that survived was this episode of the podcast. It would be great. The future world would think that Joe Pesci won his Oscar for *Lethal Weapon* three <laughs> for playing Leo Getz.
2: Has there, been, has there ever finest.
1: been anyone who've ever, who's ever won an Academy Award for a third movie in a series? It's a weird question, but like yeah. I mean, like I've I watched fucking God... love that question. That's like, a fucking I, good one. Because like I mean, like I've watched *The Godfather* recently, and of course, you know, like Brando won for the him. first one. Neither had I, which was something I never wanted to admit to people, because even if I wasn't someone who studied film, it would be something, oh, you've never seen The Godfather? Yeah. But it was just added because I had studied film, so like it's a movie that you feel like you should watch. Um, but it took me a while to get to it. Quarantine allowed me to have the time to really just dive in and do it. But like Marlon Brando won for playing The Godfather, and then in the sequel, De Niro won playing um, the same role, but as a younger as a young character, um, so I know sequel. I know people have won Academy Awards in sequels, um, but I'm well, trying yeah, to you,
0: think. You, you, um, yeah, I mean the thing about it, Heath Ledger. That's that's his Oscar is for The Dark Knight. That's a sequel. That's a sequel. Um, and a lot, I mean, best a lot picture of for the for uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King.
1: Right, like that one, but no actor has won. That's the first thing that came to mind. Is like that's probably the most acclaimed third movie in a in a trilogy, and I think it's mostly just for the entire trilogy as a whole, less so the movie because I don't think that's the best one out of the three. Um, they were all nominated, but like, but I think only Ian McKellen was nominated for the first one. That was another thing I was thinking about. Was like if he's playing the same character as equally as strongly as he is for the first like shouldn't he have gotten nominated more times i mean obviously it depends on who else is up for nominations but i think it was like oh we gave him his nomination we're not going to nominate him again but i wonder about the acting like has anyone won an acting for
0: being we know they've won it for the second one has anyone ever won it for a third one
1: i'd even i'd even lower it to has anyone ever been nominated for their performance in a third movie in a third movie hmm or later, I guess it could be later. You know, like. I don't, yes, I don't yes, know. yes. 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 You got it. Yes.
0: Yes. So yes. They later. have. They have. They have. They have. Hold on. Hold on. I have to. I think so. Ooh. No, maybe not. Nominated or won. Nominated. I maybe.
1: Hold on. This is a audio medium.
2: this uh. Can I say something? Can I say yeah, something that it. Nick's gonna have to edit out after? Um, no. In this light on the Zoom meeting, I feel like I look like the silhouette of Steve Jobs after he had passed away. Do you remember that image that, <laughs> that made its rounds? That's what I feel like I look like, except, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there you go, turtleneck. Okay, mark it down, Nick. Motherfucker. There is <laughs> one, man. There is one, dude. Okay,
0: so here we go. As far as we know, this has to be the furthest in the fucking series that it's been nominated because it's not the first. It's not the second, not the third, not the fourth, not the fifth. It's not the sixth. I believe it's the seventh.
3: Sly Stallone
0: for Creed, baby, as fucking Rocky Balboa. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role.
1: Right, yeah, he was nominated. All right. That's it.
0: He won the Golden Globe, and that's when I got nervous. I'm like, fuck, was he not nominated for the Oscar? That's got to be it.
2: Sly Stallone getting you every time.
1: It is good. It's... It is Creed one though. It's it is the seventh movie. I think that's the closest we're going to get. I and know it's, it's Creed, same, but it's, it's it's the same.
0: It's the same franchise. He plays the same, same character. It's um, yeah. best performance.
1: That was yeah, because he got nominated for the first one, right? He was nominated for Rocky one.
0: Yeah, and he won it won Best Picture. Also Best
1: Picture. Um, uh, he's so good in Creed.
0: That's what's crazy is that you had that the Oscar movie, the Best Picture winner. He's probably nominated for directing. You know what I mean? All those things. And then you get to like two, three, four, five. I think four, he won for five. Play too.
1: He might, yep. have, he might have won for screenplay. play himself. Then you get yeah.
0: to like Rocky Balboa and tries to come back and they're like, no, hold on a second. And then you get to Creed and he's just fucking great in it.
1: Right. He has a great, like the plot line for him in that movie is excellent uh, too. movie is uh, awesome. that's, a that's gotta, that's gotta be the one, right? I don't there's know there's no way to be there's, a there's, thing there's, where it's like something three and it's like.
0: Yeah, Sorry, I, I got I got really excited when I figured that out. You did? That was
1: really great. It was really great. had a
2: great transition there, too.
1: It's it like, speaking of The Godfather, if like Godfather 3, which I don't really plan on watching, I don't know ever. Heard it was bad. Or it's not good. It's not good. It's great, like watching right? the last it's,
2: episode of Seinfeld.
1: Right. It's like something that's like nowhere near as good as the first two. The first two are quintessential, and this one's just like, meh. And it came out, what, like 20 years later? Yeah. That would have been a too. movie yeah if that was up to the level of the previous entries um that would have probably been something where like Pacino was nominated but
0: I'm looking now and I really that's a yeah I think that's that's gotta be that's gotta
2: be the only
0: I can't think of one that with more of these this is how we got to end our episodes
1: it's just yeah I, questions like this I, I just, can't.
0: You
2: just have to end your episodes with full episodes about other topics
1: no, we it, do sometimes, especially when we don't, especially in episodes where we don't, I love we don't it. Talk too much about it. We honestly like we didn't really talk about the movie that much. Let's just You guys should answer
2: answer each other's trivia questions. Like how Jared had the question about, you know, has any actor been nominated or won in a third movie? Like those are questions like, you know, as you're just bumbling around in your life, think of these questions and ask them to each ask them to each other and see who can find the answer. Yeah, I just like
0: yeah. thought-
2: that's, Love I'm it. Pumped. ask That's, the guests. I don't ask me cuz I don't know, but ask guests who are more informed than I am and, you know, see what happens.
1: Yeah, like I mean, yeah, creates a good one. I'm glad. Like, like, I would have been disappointed if it was like, oh, someone got nominated for a James Bond movie cuz like there's so much turnover in those. Um
2: What if what if Chris Tucker got nominated for Rush Hour 3, you know?
1: Yeah, the Bond the movie world
2: thing. Would end.
0: The Bond movie <laughs> thing, I don't Yeah, the Bond movie thing, I don't think I think in the end, like I wouldn't have we'd counted. have ruled it out, would yeah, have not counted. Yeah, but I'm looking at currently. I'm looking at. Oh well, Edmund ev- Gwen.
3: Okay.
1: One best supporting actor as Chris Kringle in Miracle on 34th Street. That's the 34th entry. So like, no one was nominated for Miracle on 33rd. You Street, are correct. 32nd, it's kind
0: like of so. like how it's kind of like how COVID 19 is the 19th. It's COVID. not because yeah. of the year. Same thing with 30. It's, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you cleared that up for the listeners. I br-
1: so, I brought up to a friend that I was like, <laughs> what I was watching in quarantine, and I was like, I've watched a lot of foreign films recently. And like, my next plan is to watch, you know, like I watched like Breathless, 400 Blows, and like, I'm going to watch Eight and a Half, and then the Three Colors trilogy. And she said, I have so many questions. Starting with, what is Eight and a Half? What are the Three Colors? And have you watched the sequel, 401 Blows? <laughs> That's a <okay>. good <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a good question oh uh,
0: godfather part three andy garcia nomination
1: nomination okay so the see, I wish it wasn't the godfather because that's the one i brought up i said well it would've been the godfather if any if it was better and it got nominated yep um okay <sighs> how,
0: how how is your uh foray into foreign film been going
1: uh, pretty good. I mean, I, I eight and a half is the next one I'm watching,
0: and two then I'll like one. so.
1: I just did. I did Fra- I did some French films. I'm doing some. I'm doing two Italian films next. Then it'll be back to the, f- the Three Colors trilogy for three more French movies. Then we got Clouds of Sils Maria, which is starring, um, was it Juliette Benoit or whatever her name is? But she's in one of the Three Colors <laughs> movies. <laughs> wow. Yeah, not good, not good. (laughs) I love it. Juliette Binoche, whatever. Juliette Binoche. I don't know if that's (laughs) how I'm pronouncing it, but she's in Three Colors Blue, which is the first movie in the Three Colors trilogy, and then she's also the lead in Clouds of Sils Maria. That's the movie that uh, Chris won her her
0: Cesar for, first American actress, and only American actress to date to win that. uh, It's like a French version of the Oscars. There's Saldim, if you didn't know. She's the only American actress to win that. Okay. So I'm, I'm doing eight
1: and a half, The Great Beauty. So two Italian films. Then I'm doing Back to the French movies, and then I got Burning, Shoplifters, and Handmaiden, which are different uh, Asian films. Don't necessarily ah. know if
2: they're all from the same country or not. But
1: I like it, man.
2: Sounds like you got quite a quite a quarantine ahead of you.
0: It's it's yeah. uh, I'm gonna no start. I'll start watching movies again eventually.
1: Great, because you have a movie podcast.
0: I know. And, but that's the thing. Like, I was watching so many, and then all this... Like, I, I brought it up before. All the, like, getting laid off, not getting laid off. the Just all, everything all together. I've just been like, I'm too fucking exhausted to, like... Yeah. Fully take in a uh, new movie. So I was re-watching things, or... Like, I was watching Waco a little bit on Netflix, but I fucking I can't watch it anymore.
2: Because
0: mm. there's, there's too many people that watch Waco, and they're like... God damn, that David Koresh is my hero.
2: Oh no. I'm go to, no. I'm gonna join I'm gonna join a militia. I'm gonna join great, a militia. Great podcast about uh David Koresh from Parcast on Spotify. They did like a three part series on uh on him. Wild. Wild stuff.
0: Yeah, he's he is insane. But Yeah. I mean Sal, you got any closing statements?
2: Um You wanna make you know, about out the old rush hours we hit the two hour mark? yeah we've been on this we've been on this for a while I'm, I'm so happy we've that been rush rushing, hour we've, yeah, we rushed to the. we tower. didn't rush through rush hour that's great I mean I just I love how this this took us on so many twists throughout the episode so um, my final thoughts on rush hour you know it's it's a great movie you know if you don't and like if you it you don't like it fuck you you know that's it <laughs> you know my first comment is my last comment <laughs> that's I mean that's it's all good. I got
0: the guy does make uh, he makes a valid point
2: yeah comedy baby can't go wrong with these guys jaron you i
1: i mean i don't know i mean nothing for me just rush hour
2: (laughs) i see what you did that's very good oh man (laughs) what about you nick you got any final closing thoughts for uh for your own show
0: it's a i i think it's one of the um I think the buddy cop genre is obviously overused and abused or what you get, you know, new versions of it every so often, but this is a very fucking good version of it. It timeless classic. Yes. It's a good, good, very good comedy. Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think people, like you said, there's a lot of people that haven't watched it because now the movie is almost 20 20 years old or something like that. So I think if people went back that haven't seen it, I think that they would really appreciate it, and I think that they should do so. And uh, other than that, I just want to thank Sal for being on the podcast again.
2: I want to thank you for having me on the podcast again. Oh,
0: it is always a pleasure. Always a good time. Um, Jerry, you want to close us out?
1: Yeah. Um, Before I do, Sal, do you have anything to plug? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> be sure to listen to the latest episodes of banana land uh another podcast in the ilto 8 family of uh of podcasts Once they- and and productions Once uh, it'll be out, right? it'll be coming out it will be coming out soon we're, we're recording a few in a row here trying to you know gain some steam but um you can also check out uh the blog banana blog uh it's on wordpress you can read into my Terrible, terrible takes in my awful mind and uh, really, really get in what, there. It's, uh, yeah, it's and when, what, is, it, is it Sal Nicosia Jr. on
1: TikTok, on uh, Instagram, <laughs> on Twitter? What do got <laughs> um, it's like- Sal
2: Nicosia Jr. on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Um, LinkedIn, if anyone is listening. If you Yo, find you in, on- hit me <laughs> up. <laughs> Sal, Sal, on. do you have anything to plug? Oh, me. Me? <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> I am looking to make a move to the West Coast, so if you are in that area and looking to hire, or any area, please take me out of my gas station lifestyle, LinkedIn at Sound Nicosia.
1: Thank you for listening.
2: Uh, please remember to follow us uh,
1: at Q the Banter on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow our personal accounts as well, which will be listed in the bio. Uh, if you want, leave us a, a review on on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, if you want to suggest a movie for us to watch that we can talk about during the quarantine, drop it in a review, tweet it at us, whatever. We love exploring new things. Um yeah. And as, as always, uh, responsibly. Who? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! What is it good for? Absolutely,
3: Absolutely. nothing! You are! Who? Yeah. 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 What is it good for? Absolutely nothing! Say it again! You are! Who? Yeah! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing! You not know, by no war. Everybody knows war. Who? Yeah. Well it is a good for absolutely nothing. Good God, you all. It ain't you all, it's y'all. Y'all.
0: Y'all. Y'all. Man, you sound like a karate movie. Y'all.
3: Y'all.